Now you look at the camera. <laughs> Welcome everyone to the TZR podcast, uh, episode 299. Actually, episode 299. Blew it last week. Sorry, everybody. No, it's okay. Uh, Nobody else is really keeping count either, so. <laughs> I'm your host, no Justin Skirbo, yeah. and I'm joined by Justin Chow. Hello. I'm joined by Liz Lysui. What's up? And Alex Shock. You are so close to me. It's strange. Yeah, I'm usually on the complete opposite side of yeah. the room. I'm, us- I'm usually not close to anybody. No, you're not. Here we are. Hey, what's hey, up? Yeah, I feel fair. like the three of us are usually this close, but then Justin's all the way on the other side. I feel like for the longest time I was in like an operator role. Yeah. You know, I'm well, like the- making oh. sure that the things are happening. Like not being able to see that screen around, kind of stressing me out. Yeah. I feel like I should probably put it on the other screen and flip it around. I could do that. But th- it, would blo- it would maybe block your face. I don't I mean, know. Funny thing about Skirbo that not many people know, he has to sit on a throne like at all times. So we like drag one around and he's always separated from us. Yeah. Um, so it's usually just the three of us mm-hmm. and then Skirbo. It's it's yeah. it's strictly an ego. It's like thing. a talk show. It's, yeah. You know, <laughs> right. the one person get the, gets the big desk and the coffee. Right. Rug. Like half Gosh. a foot higher. So they have to just look down a little mm-hmm. bit. I was watching an interview with somebody, and it's like the way that this guy's like interview situation is is set up is like the one guy sitting on the couch, like the interviewee, and then the guy who's interviewing him is like literally like multiple steps up <laughs> on this giant wooden desk, and it's like, what are you doing? Like the whole dynamic was so weird. Yeah, but um, I think I've seen that before. Yeah, and it does make for a bad conversation. Yeah, I think it was a, a Bill Burr interview. Anyway, um, yes, actually, yeah. Wow. You know exactly what I'm talking yeah. about, right? Yeah. It's like, well, what the hell is this? Anyway, we can keep going. Anyway, back to the podcast. We are uh, testing out some video this time. I just looked at the camera again. It's, uh, it's no, going to be hard. me. It's going to be yeah. me. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need to learn how to You're not do that. You're breaking a fourth wall. Yes. So we're testing out video just to see what uh, what happens, because we might be folding something like this into our podcast in the future. Um, but, guys, this is an interesting week that we've just had. New Pokemon game. Hit the scene. <laughs> People are excited about it. Apparently, reviews are pretty good. People, people were saying nice things, and I think we've all played it at this point. Yes. Yeah, so Pokemon Legends Arceus. I think bo- uh, before we get into news and stuff, because there is some phenomenal news, yeah. I, think we should jump, yeah. I think we should jump in to... Crazy here. Yeah. Like, crazy, guys, two months. Crazy yeah. January. One month. It's like, yeah. Dude, it's January. only February yeah. 2nd. Yeah. yeah. You're second today, yeah. Yeah. So before we get started, let's talk about Pokemon Legends Arceus. Yeah. Uh, Liz, as a resident Pokemon expert, (laughs) I'd like to hear your opinion. I have probably played the least of it, though. I played a lot of it, but. Have you? I've only played, like, it is a long tutorial. Oh, yeah. 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 I was like, okay, I'll jump in. I'll, like, play it for, like, you know, like two hours and I'll get a feel for it. And I still feel like I'm at the very beginning. Like, I've just started getting quests and they've just released me out into the world. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm the person to start with, but so far, I'm actually having a very good time with it. Nice. I think I'm going to like it. Yeah. I I felt the same thing with the intro. I even messaged, like, our group chat because I was just like, oh my God. Like, I. I, (laughs) Holy long intros, Batman. Because I think I went into it really hoping for like oh man this game is gonna blow my face off like i'm so ready you know what i mean and like the first like two hours i'm like holy shit like can you let me play the game like how many people do i have to talk to classic pokemon fashion you can't skip any of the cutscenes. yeah horrendous so but i will say like so i've played probably so mean to you oh the the girl yeah yeah she's like i'm just gonna leave you out to your death the, uh, oh, yeah. the captain who's like giving you your orders in the beginning and I teaching you to do everything. Really like that part. I, I like the fact that they're like, listen, you got to provide or you're out. You yeah. can't yeah. hold you here. And yeah. I was like, cool. This they're, is a new Pokemon game. Yeah. So yeah. one thing I think, like right away, you get a feel for is that it's 
seems to be geared towards an older audience. Like right away, it's like, eh, I think so. Sure. <laughs> Keep going. I think it's thematically a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, it's still like playful. So po- it's still Pokemon, Nintendo, and Young, but like it's you know pokemon are very dangerous and you know you know you're gonna get hurt and we're gonna leave you out there to die and you need to prove yourself it's not like all fun and games yeah i mean it it also does make sense because technically i i don't know but i'm under the impression that your character is a character that has completed a pokemon journey like a proper game yeah and now has been cast upon this which, oh, wow. which, I, didn't, yeah, I didn't pick up on that yeah it's us yeah just, we're the character just somebody that has done this before <laughs> just to, just to put this out there though i really actually hated the tee-up to the story where i'm just like because when again the, the way that it was i mean are we gonna sold, spoil like the first scene it's i think the, it's only I think the first scene of the game I think the first hour is like fair game yeah, i'm sure so the trailer you listen to any enough. reviews or like read any reviews i feel like they go into right. a bit of detail yeah. so the, the way that it starts off is it the player character is transported through space and time <laughs> and lands in this place with a cell phone, which is so, like the reason why it bothered me is because the, the foundation of the story is again, Pokemon are these wild creatures. They don't, you know, they're not friends with people or whatever. And it just kind of drops you in this world. And it's like, Oh, like, you know, it, it doesn't explain the sort of primitive nature of stuff. They're just like, oh, we just created these things called Pokeballs. And it's like, none of the sciences talked about or why this civilization is there. It's just like, yeah, we're like not exactly technologically advanced, but we're getting there. And here we go. Now, now our job is to, you know, research Pokemon. And I'm like, okay, fair enough. Like, if it's just kicking the story off, it's like fine. But I almost wish that it was more lore heavy, if that makes sense. I mean, yeah, it's definitely a light on lore. Yeah. There was one moment where they said, where they talked about how Pokemon have the ability to minimize. Yeah. 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 And I was like, yes, I feel like I've never gotten that. Yeah. That was big news. Like change the canon. Yeah. Yeah. Now we officially know they don't turn into energy or light or, you know, whatever. They shrink down really small and and they have their own little world in their Pokeball. (laughs) mm. But, Am I correct? When they were talking about it, it wasn't the ball making them small. It was that all Pokemon, Pokemon can have, shrink down. Yes. Pokemon have a weird ability to shrink down, and the ball just sort of like engages Activates it. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, triggers it. Or like Dynamaxing. Down. That's crazy. Gigantamaxing. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a weird thing. But yeah, so the story kicks off in that way, and I was kind of like pulled out of it like right at the start, especially because like the the professor character is just kind of like. A little over the top and a little silly. And yeah, stuff. And it's he's like, probably the, my least favorite part. Yeah, and it's like, uh, all right. why is he wearing this stupid hat? Yeah, but that's the weirdest part. It doesn't match right. anything stupid, else. Stupid. Yeah, but all, not even. It doesn't win- match the theme at all of the rest of the village yeah. or the characters. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. There's like, also there's also some weird like story stuff too. Like, a, also like his face you know, is weird. Pokemon are a mystery right now. But apparently everyone knows the names of all of them, you know? Like, wow. random townspeople are like, oh, hey, so I really want to see this this Budu character. Or, or like, Chirim. Hey. Yeah, and it's like, like yeah. so everyone just knows what they are, but nobody knows what they are because there's no Pokedex yet. That is that is interesting. It, it's just a little weird to me. But, but it's like I can suspend my disbelief enough where I'm just like, all right, whatever. Well, these things could also be passed around sort of word of mouth. Like, it. I didn't need you have that. a giant building that is like half the village dedicated to learning about pokemon yeah. yeah yeah so like i was bothered by i didn't i wanted based on the trailers and what i thought about it like beginnings of pokedex mm-hmm. i just put me in that world i don't need this totally i don't maybe have the cell phone drop from the sky if you want to do it that way yeah yeah but to just like i didn't need that i want to be in this world mm-hmm. and yeah the beginning didn't it didn't feel too much of a drag for me because i the mechanics actually 
the new mechanics were enough to kind of like drag me along and the new world it had enough that i was okay with yeah. how it was going but i agree like i just own it like i yeah. i want to be there i thought they set it up well as well as like a pokemon game can mm-hmm. yeah and you know but what? yeah but outside of that i thought i don't know it started off slow but good for me yeah. yeah there's a few things in the story actually and now that you mentioned it like the whole i didn't catch this idea of this kid that you're playing as has already gone through his pokemon journey or he like knows how to do this he's like good at it right i figured he just lived in a world where well, he was that that's why i assume well, when the, when the yeah. professor's like oh do you know how to throw pokeballs and he's like yeah, yeah i know how to right, throw pokeballs exactly. it's like whoa nobody's ever thrown a pokeball in this village. yeah there how is. are you so naturally good at <laughs> yeah. this yeah very... but it's how are you so naturally good at this technology that we just created like but, but yeah. to Justin, sorry you're i'm gonna say your point but go ahead but, well, I, I was gonna say like it could it doesn't have, it doesn't to, have be, to be somebody who's yeah mastered like, it if you you could be a ten, i think they said he was 12 no, you could be. I thought he was like fourteen or something like that. That's why I was about Whoa, to say. So old. Well, no. But the thing was is that if you start your journey at ten, at ten, he's right. already got four years of experience. It kind of makes sense that he's like kind of well versed in Pokemon already. He, he I also just, or just realized at this moment that you keep saying he. And I'm like, I, why? I'm, why uh, do these guys I, all keep referring to the main character as a funny, he yeah. when it's a she? Because I'm like. Although <laughs> two of like yeah. the five hairstyles it, are like. You is look the com- like a girl. The yeah. companion that you're with is a girl, right? Or is that a guy? I actually no, wonder, guy, yeah. I wonder they the same them. thing. Oh, they do. Okay. Yeah. I've been watching yeah. my yeah. sister. I've been watching my sister play okay. and yes. hers is flip flopped. It's a man. That's yes. cool. Yeah. What is he so, wearing on his head? Sorry. Does he have the, the does he have the flat cap? Mm-hmm. Okay. Ah, interesting. Yeah. yeah. So all that stuff is the So you have the the, the, the hair scarf thing? I've already the first thing I did was change my hair. Nice. I like the hat, but I think I put Yeah, but the I feel like the first thing I do in any game is immediately go to the cosmetics. Why do I feel like Justin changes into his casual clothes every time he goes back to the <laughs> I started doing that and realized this was. I, I just straight through you. <laughs> I, I actually liked the starting gear that you got, not the very, very starting gear, yeah, like yeah. his stupid white shirt, like the, the survey corpse outfit. Yeah. I thought that was like pretty that. cool. Yeah. Like I like that nice. whole getup yeah. with the cap and the scarf. Like change, I thought that looked cool. Do yourself a favor, change the hat to the Ghost of Tsushima uh, samurai I hat. I don't like that. I don't like that oh, one. I love that one. I haven't looked at straw hat. I, I think one. that this is pretty indicative bad. of my personality type i have not looked at a single cosmetic in the game at that is uh, literally i was like oh objective put the costume on done never opening this menu ever again <laughs> oh my god first thing I, I did i will say it's funny <laughs> they give you this uh i mean i played for probably around like maybe 10 hours at this point maybe a little more i don't know um but what, what zone are you in just to have i got to the second zone but i haven't actually gotten there because i'm trying to do all of the quests and i will this is what i wanted to mention of some of the quests are Duh. Before yeah. before we get to the quest, I think I wanted to piggyback off of what Alex was saying to talk about yep. the mechanics. Yeah. So post introduction right. to the game, I think once the game sort of like lets its leash off and allows you to sort of explore the world, that was when I started to get really impressed with the game. Yeah. As far as like, okay, like this is what I'm actually like the the ten hours that were what you're actually you know, going to be doing. Yeah. Exactly. Felt really good. Yeah. Like I was like. Does like, it feel like Pokemon Snap meets Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. In a way. I mean, I... I, 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 I thought the same thing. It's like, of. here are the tests. Beat this guy up 34 times. Catch this guy or whatever. Watch him yeah. use Flame... I'm saying him. Watch Ponita use Flame Wheel. Like, whatever. I'll, I, you know what? Okay, so I, a comment on Ponita? that directly. Ponita? What do you, how do you say it? Ponita. Ponita. Yeah, what did I say? Ponita? Ponita. <laughs> Is that not how you... Sp- Ponita. Pony? I say ponyta. No. I say ponyta. No, ponyta. 
Ponyta. The emphasis is on the t. I say uh, Deku, you say Deku. Skirbo and I say it the same way. You both say it differently. What's no. overruled? Rapidouche? Overruled. <laughs> you... Pony We do ta. You do ta. Oh, yeah, and no, Ponyta. Something weirder. Ponyta. You're <laughs> 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 just weird. You're all weird. So mine's correct. <laughs> we're, we're gonna put it. We're gonna put a pin in that real quick, yeah, just to keep, keep going. going through the mechanics. But like, I, I would say when I started playing it, it didn't really feel like any other game that I've played. Like walking around, throwing the pokeballs and stuff. I was like, okay, like light stealth. I'm digging yep. that. Yeah. I love that. Like when you throw pokeballs of your actual Pokemon, like no transition to battle screen. Yep. Yeah. Yes. You're just in it. I was like, this yeah. is great. Um, I, I love that you can catch Pokemon outside of combat like totally yeah. that's such that changes the whole it's game so yes yeah, so you don't have to like go walking around oh i found da, 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 yeah. Da, da, yeah. waiting for the screen to come yeah in. it's a huge not only is that just straight yeah. up a huge time saver yeah but it keeps you in that world like you feel like you're in the world of pokemon because you're yeah. like part of it yeah i was wondering how they were going to do the mechanics with the fast quick of uh, the fast catching and like the battling and i do love this like added little thing where if they pokemon spots you and yeah. wants to be yeah. or aggressive aggress aggress you, yeah that they get the first attack like, yeah if you throw your pokemon therefore you need to use the other items to like create a gap so that you can get in there on an yeah. even playing if field. you also hit them in the mm. back with the pokeball even if they're charging you yeah. you still get the unaware so like if if like something's running at you you dodge roll behind them throw uh, a pokeball boom you get first attack uh, that's cool. yeah. i didn't know that it's pretty cool but now i'm gonna do that yeah it's uh so all all of this combined i think made just a really novel feeling experience which is i think what a lot of people are attaching to is one weird part walking around during the battle Basically pointless. Uh, it's really Basically cool uh, to run around the two battling over and over. Yeah, I don't know. I, there's really I, no use for it. Yeah, I right. wish there was a little bit more utility to it. Like yeah. I thought at first it was like if you're throwing a Pokemon a Pokeball at it closer, you get more of a chance. But my favorite thing, I agree. Although the one uh, boon I get from it is that if I'm fighting a weak Pokemon or one that I know I'm just going to wreck... I just toss the move out. I just turn yep. and run. Yeah. Like, I'm just yeah. like, this is over. Yeah. Yeah. Let me at least progress the world yeah. map yeah. while this is happening. Really this funny. is over. And you're right. It, you're so not in another zone that if you run in one direction, you're making progress in that direction. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like Sometimes they put you in an instance and yeah. you're sort of like just sent back. I do yeah. enjoy uh, getting on top of hills and then having my Pokemon battle down here. Yeah. yeah. Like a lord of some sort. I don't know. Yeah. It is cool. <laughs> I, I think everything involved in moving around the world map I'm just very like satisfied with even yeah. like what like things that would be annoying like collecting resources and stuff I think is great because like I'm just running for like to my yep. destination throw a Pokemon over there throw another one over there and just gather resources as I'm walking like full speed I'm like this is it feels thank, wonderful thank God they did that because they could have easily done it where you throw your Pokemon out to collect something and you need to stay near it yeah or it stops you and it does it yeah. but same thing you toss it you run the other direction yeah, totally yeah. fine yeah have you have you guys experienced uh, the group battles yet? Yes. Mm -mm. So this is an interesting little like mechanic too, is if you get spotted by Pokemon or a group of Pokemon, oh, you can yeah. fight them all, of which then moving around is kind of advantageous because you can see who's like That's true. around mm -hmm. you. But can you switch targets? Yeah, you can with ZL. Uh, okay. ZL, right? Yeah, there's a lot of little shortcuts that they don't outright tell you, like being able to throw Pokeballs in without having to go into the menu and selecting Pokeball. Yeah, I had to learn that. Great, yeah. like wonderful thing. 
Um, Switching Pokemon, which Pokemon is your starting Pokemon mm. with just L and R? Yep. Yeah, huge for me. But yeah. even even just that, like when you're in battle, you basically never have to go to a menu, right? Because you can cycle through your Pokemon and throw them and out that way, or yeah, go to, go to your Pokeballs, whatever. Is this the worst? That's another Wait, one. How, of do, those. how do you get to your Pokeballs? So when you're in battle, if you hit X, it switches to your item wheel, yeah, and then you can just hit R uh, two oh. and oh. you just throw it directly. That's way better. It's yeah. so fast. It's yeah. such a breeze. I did yeah. do what you were doing in the very beginning until i was like wait a minute it says x uh-huh. well there's there's a couple weird things so like another thing that i didn't I know about until that. my last play session menu. is like if so if you get new moves for your pokemon you can exchange them at any time with no cost at all this took me until like the 10th hour of the game to realize like i didn't I was, even like i kept unlocking moves and i'm like why are my moves still the same and then i go into the menu i'm like oh they're all here I, and i can choose them and I, like you don't yeah. delete one yep. it's just there yep. i learned uh, one move from the lady it's like, oh, I learned Aerial Ace. I was like, cool. And then I just went on, went on with my life. Yeah. And then an hour later, I was like, wait, what happened to that move that I learned? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it's not here. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's really it's so somehow really cool. with all that explanation, there's still more that could have been explained. Yeah. I know. Yeah. They so, explain the wrong things. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. I, f- I can I know what a dodge roll. I don't have to practice it this much. Right. Yeah. So some other changes, uh, really quick. I'm not sure if this is where you want to go in the please, topic, yeah, yeah. but. Uh, experience boosters and rare candies, right? Interestingly enough, there's no PvP in this game, right? So adding up IVs and EVs are easily done through items, it seems, right? Mm. With the grit dust or whatever, and then you can use those to make them into what, like, whatever. So you can add in stats, but it's weird because, like, back in the day, I think if you used rare candies, your Pokemon would, like, level up, but their stats wouldn't level up as fast. It would right. be kind of, like, right. stunted. Yes. But now if you're taking in, like, these small little chunks of rare candies, like, how do you, how does it know what is, like, real experience versus what is not? Maybe it's getting a little too technical, but yeah, I, I don't know if that I'm actually... not really sure. I haven't used any items, like, like battle-oriented items at all. I've crafted a bunch, but, like, the grit dust and... They're, like, and, they're stat items. Though, right? Yeah, yeah, the grit dust that turns. Yeah, into- that's similar to how it worked in Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. I think like you had mm. you had candies that were specific to certain stats. So like if you had a Pokemon that had a particularly high EV but had a low you know special attack or whatever, yeah. you could feed them special attack candies. Interesting. I haven't really that given. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I didn't know that. That was, a, that was in Let's Go Eevee. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. My problem with the stat boosting items and like rare candies, uh, I kind of hate my whole team. Like I, there's always. In Pokemon games, I'm always hunting for that Pokemon that, A, I haven't seen before mm-hmm. or I haven't used before um, and I think just looks cool and fits my party. Like, it isn't an element that I don't have. Yeah. Yeah. And right now, my team, outside of my main dude, so I just I give him everything. But everyone else, I'm like, ah, I don't know if I really like that. This, this isn't is your new- final team. Are there new Pokemon in this game or are they old? No, there. I think there. I think old. there's a handful of new ones. Are there? I mean, I, there's- I think the deer thing is new. I thought, I thought that's I the one so. I thought I saw. No, I've the, like the mount that you get, the first mount. Oh, well, the mount. Like, I'm pretty sure that is a new Pokemon. And the, the first boss, technically. But that, I mean, the I one, yeah, that's I've never seen that guy. Yeah, but I mean, all the Pokemon, all the new Pokemon are, like, who's, what, what's the word? Hisu. Hisuin? Yeah. Stupid name. Terrible name. The the region. The continent. Oh. The, like, Husian region, or however it's pronounced. Are, Edo Japan <laughs> <laughs> are different like extensions or versions essentially of uh, all existing Pokemon. There's nothing that's like completely there from scratch. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. So I think they're the new ones are evolutions. So like Cleavor is like the Scyther uh, evolution. Uh, right. Oh. Is yeah. it? Yeah. Oh. Spoiler. Yeah. There are bosses in this game. Um, there are bosses. Yeah. Did you get to the first boss? Is that you? Sorry. Uh, yes, I'm in zone three. 
Okay. Oh wow, you're far. I'm at the much the swamp area. Yeah, that's that's it. I okay. think that's three. I'm mm-hmm. in the swamp area. Okay. Um, I'm on fourth rank, but I'm still in the first area. I'm also on fourth rank. So, I, sorry, go ahead. Just one one last nitpick. Uh, the thing I didn't like is like. They were definitely trying to go for sort of a Breath of the Wild, like, hey, you can climb up this wall, but not, or this hill, but not really. Yeah. yeah. Can you climb up hills? You sort of like do this, like, I'm trudging up it thing. But if you have the, the, sorry. Well, and then the mount, it's just not easy. You're sort of like the Witcher, almost like trying to navigate the the geometry of the map. I thought the mount was supposed to be, he was like called the mountain climber or something solely because you're supposed to use him to go up these. Same you still run into the similar things, though, where you have mm. to hill jump, but you have to land sort of on the flat portions yeah. or you'll, like... I don't think I've tried to climb a mountain yet. You not should. a mountain. Even just a small hill that I know I'm not supposed to get over. Yeah. Like, there's one in the mud area where you can't go to the right, but there's a place where you might be able to jump up mm. it if you, like, wiggle your mount around long enough. By the Snorlax? Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I it's... there's. There's a lot of places like that where just it's not easy to get up. Mm. You're not you can't just walk up it. It's, yeah, yeah. You have to. I don't know. Throw your beast at. Yeah, it. it's not perfectly coded. Okay. You're seeing the seams of the code. But I will say, like, okay, if we were to go back to mechanics of the game for a second, right? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the alphas. So one thing that I was really afraid about with this game was that all of the enemies were going to be like bundled up in like sections, like MMOs, like where you go into this one area and it's just like a whole mass like version of whatever well, like the, these one pokemons right but now i feel like when i'm going into it it feels much more like like of a collaborative not a collaborative like a certain animals will come more together like for instance like the uh luxions or whatever the electric like little yeah so you go farther towards that snorlax yeah and you start seeing the lux rays and all that but they're like kind of like hanging out with each other like yeah, they're yeah. sitting together it feels more natural i felt i was afraid that it was going to feel like an mmo where it's just a bunch of random cp like generated animals just walking around aimlessly but it yeah, doesn't no, feel like they, that they definitely like it's, I would say, especially later, like in this swamp area or whatever, like there's stuff hanging out like in the shallow parts of the water and uh, stuff. Awesome. So it's like like Pokemon that you would expect to see there. Yeah. So and then I, go sorry, ahead. No, finish the that. last bit is just then the added alphas in there to add, like the spike of super difficult enemies that you may or may not be able to like overcome. I think add a really interesting element to the exploration, but being like a little bit more curious rather than like bullish when mm-hmm. you're just running through areas. I think that was the. That's like the least favorite, my least favorite part about Pokemon games, the old Pokemon games, is every area that I went into, I knew that I was pretty much, I'm at the level where I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing here that's going to be challenging. Mm-hmm. Maybe that one guy that has six Pokemon and you're like, okay, I'll do this whole battle. Mm-hmm. But there were times where I go around a corner, especially the first time, you go around a corner, you're like, holy shit, like this thing's level 40. And, you know, it's a big yeah, rapid dash. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I can't do anything against this really. And yeah. it's wiping out my Pokemon. It's like, like I got to come back later or yeah, yeah. I got to have some other strategy. You say you here. like that or you don't like that? No, I love that. Yeah. yeah. I didn't like that because there's now there's that challenge. You can't just run through it. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like and around any corner, there could be something that could kill you or would be yeah. a challenge. Yeah. Or you have to hide or. 
you know, it introduces that extra element. Yeah, I've really, I, I have enjoyed that as well, especially like I'm at the point now where it's like I can start catching those. Yeah. So it's like, and those battles are like, they do not play around. Like I'm yeah. expecting half my party to die before yeah. I can get it, you know, because yeah. I'll get the one attack off and it's just going to one shot my next sound. It's like, that's fine, you know, but it's mm. just enough that I can, you know, get the I Pokeball. Will, I will say at level 30, I was able to catch a level 60 Alakazam. So it is possible if you try really hard and use your items like mm-hmm. very well, I, carefully. At like, like level eight, I caught a level forty-two something, and yeah. I just, just had it. It's just yeah. been in my yeah. box the whole time. Have you had Can't any like it. really yeah. weird encounters with like crazy Pokemon? Uh, when they so one other feature that is in the game are these like crazy rifts things. I, I haven't come across one of those. I got. I have. I haven't gone inside though. So when you go inside, it's just it starts spawning random rare pokemon like things that you haven't seen before like, like big stuff or like shiny sometimes big stuff uh no shinies yet so like mm. the one that i had the one time that i had it in the first area there was like the bear one and then onyx and steelix and it was in the first area the first area yeah i've also been hanging around this first area a lot i mean i was there a lot too i'm just i don't know maybe they're just really rare but i'm just surprised i haven't come across one yeah yet. it just shows up on your map and then you run over to it and you're like okay cool so oh, this your, is happening map. Okay. yeah Mm. but um i'll look out for it yeah dude i let me tell you the reason why i'm still stuck in this first area and this is what i was going towards before the the side quests one of the first motherfucking side quests that you get is find a fucking bruzel that's bigger than mine and (laughs) i'm like okay sounds good yeah i must have caught 100 by now (laughs) and then uh, i had to look it up and it's like oh they want you to catch like an alpha bruzel yeah i was like bitch why the fuck would you give me this at like level one yeah i don't understand i don't know i feel like that's very like jrpg feeling <laughs> i mean you have this quest for the whole game yeah i was gonna say right? they had that in tales of arise yeah hey here's this mantis thing that you definitely can't find until yeah. you beat the game uh, it's that's right why I stopped in that how game. many times did i keep coming back to that mantis being like this is the time yeah, it wasn't <laughs> nope. it's one of those things where i had that quest i didn't feel a need to complete it it's in my mind but so if I see one of them around, I might throw a Pokeball at it, but I'm not hunting that down yeah. because the reward sucks right too because you can see the reward. Yeah. yeah, I kept getting closer. I've got one that's like 2.6. I got 2.7. Two, two I did get a 2.7. And I was just like, I'm, so it's it, one of these times it's going to happen. Can you feed them and they get heavier? <laughs> no. <laughs> that's hilarious. I did see two bruisals next to each other, one of which was bigger than yes. the other one. Same thing happened So to there me. is a, like a, that's, oh, that's cool. A yeah. visual difference. Oh, there, yeah. And I have seen like XL versions of stuff. One of the guys that I follow on Twitter, uh, Xeon, sub Nintendo life. Mm. Um, he posted a picture that he got like an oversized Bidoof. It was like a shiny XL Bidoof and it's just a fucking huge, like massive, like bigger than the player character, Bidoof. Mm. Is like, it Bidoof? What? Whatever it's called. Bidoof. Yes, Bidoof. All right, excuse me. <laughs> this is why I said this is the resident Pokemon yeah, expert. Right. Yeah, don't it's you not know? Ponita. <laughs> okay. Ponita. Here's one thing that I was very pleasantly Water. surprised with the game, and I'm curious mm-hmm. what your guys' thoughts are. When we saw one of the first like uh, release of screenshots, it showed a picture of the like Pokedex entry for somebody that's like catch this Pokemon 25 times, and I was just yeah. like fuck me like is this really what this game is but and i went into it and the first time i saw it i had forgotten that that was like a nugget of information that i had Mm -hmm. and i was like god damn it but then going into playing it i was very pleasantly surprised where they were like oh you only need to collect 10 points worth of stuff and then we'll call this pokemon done and i was like thank god yeah i was like so relieved yeah same same exact thing i was like i am there's no way i'm doing all this for every single pokemon Yeah. yeah Uh, 25 Bidoofs. 
Yeah. yeah. But then it was like mm-hmm. I completed them. I was like, I don't think I did that. See, right? Now the worst thing is like I've completed like almost the entire first area and I'm just like and now it's just such a chore if anything gets into a fight with me when I'm like running around to try to find like, you know, another Eevee to evolve or something. Yeah. It's like fuck. Um Oh, I was talking about random encounters. Mm-hmm. I had one random encounter that I was like didn't expect this to happen, but this was awesome. Uh, I was walking around somewhere, and I was on the top of a mountain. I think this spawned incorrectly, and there was a Gyarados. Oh no! Flying, it flies around, flying yeah. through the sky, it and did I not caught spawn it. Incorrectly. You caught it? I caught it. I had one of those feather balls. Oh, yeah, that's what. And it's just like to be. Phew, fucking laser beamed it, and I caught that. I have thing. not used one of those balls yet. Yeah, but we. Who, yeah, they're great. Who did Jason talk to about this last night? Wasn't yeah. another one of you? It must have been Jeff. Yeah, you're sorry, Jeff, for a while. Yeah, yeah, he. Jason had this whole conversation with Jeff and with me. He was just like, Liz, like I tell you about this thing that just happened. So he was like, right in this area, there's a Gyarados. And I like just lobbed it as far as I could. And I like, wasn't sure if I was going to get it. So I just prepped a second one. And apparently, then he like looked it up afterwards. And apparently that's like a, a thing that there are Gyarados. And they spawn just in that one area flying around. It is kind of oh, yeah. yes. cool that you have to use a little bit of skill in order to actually like throw yeah. them from yeah, far away. Yeah, you can throw them pretty yeah. far, but yeah. The, yeah, and then immediately give it the better so balls. I, that's yeah. the yeah. one thing this game is doing a lot better than... Like, Sword and Shield had its open world type mm-hmm. environment, Yeah, but there are weird things that happen here. Like, oh, there yeah. are... Just like Breath of the Wild, there's pockets of things that are happening that are interesting. Like, there was this... Down by the... Um, down by the ocean or river or whatever, I went down there to for a quest, and there was an Abra and a Drifloon. Yep. Like just like looking at each other and alternatingly teleporting and just like looking at each other. And, you, and if you go near them, the Abra will just um, teleport away. Yeah. Wow. yeah. I I think it's really cool. It's just yeah. weird. And it, yeah. you, if you go back, it's that's still fun. it keeps yeah. happening. I wow. I think what I'm ha- like the the thing that's scratching my Breath of the Wild like. This is a, a random world and anything could happen kind of thing. Like, I know that that's not actually the case, but there are... I'm finding that a lot of the time I'm having what feel like surprising yes. moments. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I remember walking, like... I was walking on a path and I was like, I don't know if I'm supposed to go this way, but I'm just going to go this way. And at the end, there was an alpha low punny. And I was just like, yeah. whoa, like, that's cool. And then I fought it and I got destroyed and was just like oh my gosh they make some um they make the alphas make some creepy sounds like yeah the cricket tune the first one you see yeah. uh Dude. cricket whatever his name is yeah, but it makes this like, yeah. like oh my god i love i love it it's like the old it's like the old pokemon red and blue like noises yeah that they screeched oh, yeah. out of that's your a good that's a good call yeah yeah with the pikachu I, specifically I love abra's noise abra's noise is my favorite noise of all pokemon yeah. noises i love abra's noise <laughs> um pikachu made me laugh what? it was like yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is Abra's noise? Abra's noise? Yeah. I'm not going to do it right now. <laughs> you tried to trap me. I'm not going to do that. Um, is it like a cute sound or like a weird sound? If I edit this video, I'll put it in right now. There you go. That's All what right. Abra sounds like. If I edit it. Yeah. <laughs> if we get that far. Uh, um, what was I going to say? So, yeah. So, these random encounters with different Pokemon are just... It's pretty exciting, especially when it's like, you know... I would get into fights with certain alphas that I wasn't intending to. Like I had mentioned the Snorlax before. And like when I fought the Snorlax, I was like, oh shit. Like, like I don't know if you've seen the videos of Snorlax, but he's no joke in this game. Like yeah. 
the first thing he uses is like hyper beam. Yeah. So it's like you 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 throw out your little you know Luxion or whatever, yeah. and you're like yeah, little tiger, and it's just like nah, it destroys it. I'm like oh my god, uh, but I ended up catching that at the yeah. end of that. I was like oh, this feels great. It feels good, doesn't it? Yeah, it's pretty and amazing. What I, one other element of randomness that I like is finding people's uh, satchels, like their bags yeah. and stuff, and then like returning that, and you get your karma points. I don't know what they, they do yet. Yeah, neither um, do I. But I think that that's a cool thing. Have you guys died in the open world yet? No, but Katie has. Either. Yeah, and she Katie told has? me about it. Yeah, you lose some items or something like that. It's kind of cool. Some you're, or all? I don't know. She said you lose you a couple lose, of items. You lose some items. Yeah. Okay. But apparently, if your entire team gets wiped out, you can still run the fuck away. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you won't just pass the fuck out. <laughs> what about... um? That system that they put in place in this game for increasing your bag size. Yeah. Oh, where that guy is just straight up robbing a child. Going to the poorhouse. And yeah. also... It's so like, annoying that you just do it over and over and over well, and over and over and over. You want and another it, pouch? And, and the okay. whole... It's not... He doesn't even say he another pouch. He's yeah. like, yeah, like, I can teach you my yeah. sacred yeah. pocket organizing technique. Yeah. It's like, nobody like, has this much space. There's no way you're organizing dude, 10% you're better. You're just a 14-year-old. You don't know how to deal with your bag. Yeah. The Marie Kondo of Pokemon. Yeah. Just oh, squishing gosh. those berries yeah. into the bottom of your those berries rucksack. <laughs> it just oh, it kills me. And it does got expensive. I, I kept thinking I was going to clean him out, but he just keeps going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> inventory is actually probably the most annoying thing yeah. about this game because there's so many different items, and I don't know what any of them do. So now my thing is like, it, it's at least given me a good gauge of how long I should be in the open world. Because like yeah, the true. the second I can't pick up oh, another item, point. I just fast travel back, dump everything into my chest, and then go back out again. I keep, like I feel like I have maybe five or six slots just filled up with pokeballs i probably won't be using like yeah. types like of pokes like i have the the original pokeball and then the great ball i have an ultra ball i have a heavy ball and a heavy ball pro shit yeah. and then the feather ball the and then the ball. super feather ball and it's like which one am i going to use i never use any of them i just keep using the red ones because i feel like the other ones are useful and i yeah. don't want to waste <laughs> I mean, the, them the, the great balls are are great yeah um, are they the uh I actually hated the heavy balls. I thought it was cool yeah. when I used it for the first time. It was like, fun. But yeah. then if you just use them in battle, like you just get the positive effect of it and none of the negatives. So it's Oh, really? Like, yeah. Oh, you just throw just like a regular ass Pokeball. What does it yeah. do again? It's... I think it's just slightly stronger than a normal Pokeball. It, I just it's supposed read it. To, it's supposed to, you can't throw it very far, but if you hit him in the back, it helps like yes. by a, wide, a it's wider a sup- margin. Right. It's a better one to surprise Pokemon with. Otherwise... Uh. It might just be a regular Pokeball. I, like, I, the, I just use them in battle because I'm like, I'm not going to use this in the world map ever. I'll just use a Great Ball. It's like, super annoying. Yeah, yeah. They don't go far at all. But anyway. All right. So, so far, Pokemon feeling I'm, good? I'm enjoying it. I, I, I think it's really good. I'm not sure how, like... The longevity of it? I see the world map. Yeah. And I'm like, how intricate is this really going to be? How many, you know, Pokemon are really there? Do you know what you do with duplicate Pokemon? You release them and you, you get them into dust. Either. Yeah, you get dust. Oh, and then you, wait, you get dust from releasing. Yeah, so I like get as many as I want, and then I will release oh. all of them and keep the exact same ones. That, I'm checking stats all the time. I don't know why it's so stupid. It it's too. just like a, it's just a thing. But then when you release them, you get a bunch of dust. Bless you. <sighs> Excuse me. I did not know that. I've yeah. been so I have I have so many duplicates of stupid Pokemon. Oh yeah, same. I don't want Dude, all these that, Bidoofs. The very beginning when they were like, <laughs> oh yeah, you might have like to fulfill your Pokedex, check all these boxes. I thought the same thing where you had to like catch 25 of them. Yeah. So I'm just sitting there catching these stupid Bidoofs over and over again <laughs> until I realized you didn't have to do that. Yeah. And when I started wow. one by one, why can't you just mass release them? One by one, you're releasing them. Are you them. sure um, you can't No, I'm not them? now. Because <laughs> if you, you like go to the, yeah, yeah. If oh. you, 
If you go to the ranch lady, shit. The, I, I don't know. remember what button is. It's X or Y or something. And it changes how you're selecting Pokemon. So it's like the normal. It's like you select it. It brings up the menu. The next one is um, swapping. So you mm. can just like pick them up and switch them around without having yeah. to go into that menu. Of- and the last one is multiple selects. Oh, my God. You shit. just ruined Justin's night. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say that I'm pretty proud of how good I am with pressing the same rotation of buttons over and over again like yeah. left a b right left a, B. I, uh, i've seen him do it it's, it's you know, impressive i'm, I'm yeah. pretty accurate I'm pretty accurate this actually brings up probably the most annoying thing about this game right now and you know what i it's like it's such a nintendo problem it's like i'm realizing that this is always the case like they they get a game so right but then it's it's like 80 percent, and it's yeah. like that last 20 percent. they just either can't be bothered with or they're just there's not somebody on staff telling them like hey maybe you should be able to mass craft things in fucking yes. animal yeah. or something right or in this uh, you know so th- the, the equivalent of mass crafting in animal crossing in this is like why do i have to go through three separate menu screens to activate a quest marker and then see where it is on yes. the map yeah yes god Oh my god, I hate that so much. Yeah. It's like you go quest, reorganize the list because for whatever reason the list deorganizes itself every time you go into it. Resort it, click the thing, then go to the map and be like, oh wait, it's not in this area. Let me go to another one. Go back into the other fucking menu. I'm like, oh god, like, it, it's so. Oh, it's the and worst. when you want to be fashionable and you start talking to the person with clothes, why am I scrolling through every color of hat? Why don't you just have one <laughs> yeah. hat and let me scroll through the colors and then yeah. go down one item? Mm, yeah, I mean, I've never experienced. You don't even know this, yet, but yeah, but yeah. it's like they have one item every color. Next item, every yes. color. Wait, like no. in a do do do. Like it's just a whole list it, of like organized. rather than blue hat, hat green and then hat. scroll left and right. It's every single hat up and down. Did they not have a PS3? I, I mean, know. They, <laughs> Sony figured this menu system out a long time and, ago. I think one more thing that drives me crazy it too. It has the map. When I sometimes I just want to open the map real quick, check where I am, and then close it. So yeah. I click the minus button, it opens, and then I click the minus button again, does not close, goes to the goes to the yeah. oh, the zoom out. The zoom out. And then yep. I'm stuck in that map. Like what button gets out of this now? Yes. Yep. I would really like to It's also really it. hard to push the minus button. It's not a comfortable button. Yeah. It's hard cause yeah, and the whatever joystick gets in the way. It's very yeah. hard to push. Mm-hmm. I was I was about to say I would definitely love to be able to remap all of my buttons because yeah. like I why, want it on the plus it? button. Yes. Yes. And like the menu, I go through, I keep misclicking shit because I don't like pressing up on the D-pad for my menu of my yeah. items and shit. Yeah. I also leave my console on a lot of the time. Like anytime I'm playing, it's like a few minutes and then I go do something else. I can't tell you how many times I've like, you know, I'm like, okay, let me pause the game for a second. And I end up hitting the fucking mount button. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know, exactly. It happens all exactly. the time. And the little flute plays. Yeah. Like, and I'm just like, oh. <laughs> Pokemon are still walking around. I'm like, now I gotta go over and hit up or down on the D pad. I'm like, what is this? I also, maybe I'm dumb, but sometimes I forget which is it up or down to do open your satchel or open the Pokedex. Yeah. And the symbols are like, they look just enough the same that I don't want to look too closely at it. And I'm like, uh, Ah. and I I always click the wrong one. Another perfect example of the 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 missing that last 20%. So like, okay. Okay. Why is it when you're in battle you can't check the Pokedex? Yes. Yeah, Why can't that's you huge. check the Pokedex yes. in battle? It's like you you're specifically giving me objectives on like whether I kill or catch this thing yeah. or if I use a certain whatever, right? Just let me 
nothing's happening. Yeah. There's no active time battle and going on. And the fact on. that they have a system to do it when you're trying to catch them, like, free-ranging. Exactly. Like, they know it's something that you want to so, be doing. This is one of those oh. things where I feel like we'll come back next week and figure out that there's some secret button to do it. There might I be. feel like there has to be. There is. There's not. Not in the battle. You can't go really? next. Really? They need also to pack. I don't know. Can you find it? It's not an item. Yeah, I don't know. No, it's if not you, an uh, item. I, I was, like, so frustrated when I realized that it was not accessible. I'm like, this is just... That's, an over, that's a straight oversight. Right? If you yeah. go on your normal phone and you go to Google and you type it in, you can find all that information. Oh, actually, can, can I give you, like, my, my the one thing that is, like... I don't know if it's, like, depressing or, like, just me just being an idiot but like probably my most done activity in this game at this point is pulling open my phone and being like bidoof evolution because yeah. <laughs> i don't want anything in my party that's not evolving yeah and like i, know. I don't know oh, what you the, don't know that i don't know i don't know what a, a, a car, car, uh, carnivore weed yes, thing is does it does it evolve no it does not evolve thank you and yeah. i'm like good thing i looked it up <laughs> yeah. because it seems like a mid-tier a middle evolution i don't know like, it does right it the eye test says middle i'm with you this is what i'm saying <laughs> this is what i'm saying the you guys fall off pokemon too much there's hundreds, okay? Hundreds. I don't know. Like, it's obvious that silicone evolves into <laughs> yeah. something else, <laughs> but like, awesome. is it Wurmple that turns into a silicone or does it turn into Kakuna? I don't know. Yeah. Well, also, one step further than that, yeah. too. Yeah, like, Wurmple actually it... turns into two different, like, really? cocoon type Pokemon. Yeah. Pause. I hate this, too. I caught <laughs> a second Burmy, the thing that comes out of the tree, and I'm like, it's a di- it's a totally different color. It looks like a completely yes. different Pokemon. It is. And then yes. I go to Google. I'm like, did I just find a shiny? No, I didn't. No. There's just three versions of the same Pokemon. Yes. <laughs> Why is that a thing? So, I mean, I mean, that's that's I, like the just the nature of that Pokemon. It that's has different. Stupid. <laughs> I also want to make sure like it's like it's like Fru Fru. Like it has two... different. I don't know. Variations. Nidoran male and Nidoran female have two different entries in the Pokedex. Okay. Have you? I also anybody, yeah. go ahead. No, you go. I was gonna say I want Pokemon three evolutions too. I don't want just your set, set, like one and done. Your Fero and your oh, yeah, I will never. Yeah. I will yeah. never yeah. have like one of those in my party ever. Yeah. That's lame. Never ever. Do you? Uh, <laughs> that's why I was really glad when I got like I caught Mister Mime and Mime Junior at the same time, and I was like, done. Never have to use that Pokemon. I didn't know they devolved. There's Mime a Doctor Mime. Mime now. Uh, yeah. There's what? Th- Mister Mime has an evolution. Yeah. Really? Doctor yeah. Mime. Seriously? No. <laughs> I think Mister PhD Mime. Mister Rhyme? I think so. I love that. Mr. Rhyme. Yeah. <laughs> what at that part? Uh, I, yeah. I think, so. I think that was. I I'm, think that was I'm great. aghast right now. Should Mr. Mime has like. All right, let me, let me double check uh, that. Maybe. Let me, While let she me checks check that. that. But I, I think that that's. Who are you guys pet. running right now? Sorry. I, Go ahead. Well, one of the Pokemon that I'm running with right now is a shiny Ponita. Yeah. That Ponita. was a quest guy. Yeah. Exactly. But I want to know what the shiny evolution is. The Rapidash is probably going to look Do awesome. Shi- that was another one I Googled. Do shinies evolve? Do they? I didn't read far enough. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? They yes, evolve. they do. Do they evolve get a shiny Rapidash? How do you know if something's shiny? Does uh, it, it just has yes. a different color. Like so. Also, this, also, there's like a big visual indicator that's like when you sparkles. see it, it's like, bring it. Um, you're like, oh, okay. And I was like, that's cool. Mr. Enough. Rhyme is the pre-evolution. Sorry. Well, so what the fuck is Mime Junior? I don't know. And how does miming and rhyming look have anything junior. to do with one another? <laughs> Uh, Rhymers are Pokemon not... have gotten so fucking stupid. Mimers. I, Mimers? I, of all the Pokemon I don't need another evolution of, post or pre, uh, it's Mr. Mime. Yeah. Okay. Mime Jr. Okay. This The thing I read was wrong. I, it, is, it is an evolution of Mr. Mime, but it's an evolution of the Galarian Mr. Mime. Duh. What does that mean? <laughs> you idiot. Oh, no. there's, a, there's a different version of Mr. Mime in the Galarian. There's a gla- Galarian. Yes, there's a Galarian Mr. Mime. 
Anyway. I, I was walking around. I saw... Like, <laughs> guys, this makes perfect sense. I don't know why you're all so upset. I've only played a few. I played a, like a handful Mr. of Pokemon Ryan. games, but... That's kind of cool. It looks like Charlie Chaplin. Let me see that. Turn that he around. Looks cool. He's a comedian. <laughs> it does look Pokemon. like Charlie. He looks like Charlie Chaplin. All right, that's kind of cool. I don't know why rhyme is the one, just because it rhymes with mime. That's dumb. also Mr. So, so, Charlie Chaplin has nothing to do with rhyming. Anyway. No, but he but he doesn't talk. Well, I know that. Like, right. That, the so miming. That, that makes sense. Right. But why Mr. Rhyme? Should Why don't they call him Mr. Chaplin? That's the Galarian Mr. Mime. Mm, that's a good point. Mm. Let me see. I hate that. Yeah, that's weird. I hate that. So like, I'm walking around this game, <laughs> and I I don't know. I haven't uh, played a lot of Pokemon games, so like, human I, I don't. <laughs> so like, I don't know all these evolutions. Mm-hmm. And I see a, now you'll learn a tiny stupid Mr. Mime running. Around. I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that. Yeah. I don't want that. It's like I don't a traffic want that cone. in my box. Yeah, but I caught it anyway. Also, another gripe. The Pokedex is, I mean, granted, I understand there's no Pokedex yet. I get it, right? But it's, it's organized so stupidly. I have no yeah. idea how that works. Like, yeah. why? I'm like, also you know confused. what was great? Back in Pokemon Red and Blue, you go to the Pokedex and you see empty spaces above and below other but, Pokemon. That clearly told me there's something before this and there's something after this. Yeah. But if it is the first ever Pokedex, then they're like, here's a notebook. That, Take I, some notes, Full with bro. random paper. Like, yeah. That's yeah, what yeah, exactly. Like. I get it. I get it. It is what it is. But, um... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm I'm weirdly like I need to use this Ponita because it's my first ever shot. Shut up, my first ever <laughs> shiny Pokemon across all Pokemon ever. Across, I've never had a shiny Pokemon before, and it's and like weirdly like special to me. Even though it was a quest, and I was like, thanks for giving it to me. Eventually, Game Freak, I don't have to do it my for myself. In Pokemon Silver, you got a Red Gyarados. Yeah, oh, that's the shiny Gyarados. That's, right. that's the yeah. first Pokemon. Wow, that's that the first shiny. Fr- of okay, all time. so that's my first. Yeah, it's the first. I don't think I've had a shiny. Because I didn't play silver. Mm. I've only done it in Pokemon Go. Yeah, I think there was... I have a lot of shiny Pokemon stuff. It just seems like Pokemon there's a level of Pokemon that... Shiny Pidgey. There's like an iceberg situation where I've like really only played the very beginning. And there's so yeah. much more that I just yeah. don't give a shit about. Well, that's why I, on, a, on a certain... Like I... Like I know, who's I know. breeding Pokemon and spending that much time running up and down a hallway? Lots of people. A lot of people. <laughs> like millions of people. Yeah, a lot of people. Um, my question is, but no, no that's, that's why. My question. Yeah, I, no, that's Pokemon. not my question. Yeah, I, I will say that I do think for the Pokemon fan, like they are being rewarded in that way by like having all this sort of like base of knowledge to like be able to go through and be like, ah, there's Mime Junior. Yeah, I've been waiting on finding Mime Junior, and yeah. there he is. You know, mm. in the wild, like we always <laughs> picture him. <laughs> Just pictured him. Hang Actually, out yeah, the contextually, trees. Mr. Mime makes no sense in a wild environment. In the past, how does he even know what a mime is? No, I how don't does think... these how do these people know what a mime is to call him Mr. Mime? That's the question. That's the <laughs> yeah, Mr. Mime's a bit of a problem. It's, well, he... it's it's been out of all Pokemon, it's actually been discussed at length of like we named him Mr. Mime. That was a mistake because there are female Mr. Mimes and like it's a real thing, and so it's a bad name. I, I almost think <laughs> if you was like, bad Pokemon, <laughs> if you want to do it in context, it could almost be because they say their names right. Like to a human, it could Sometimes. sound like Mr. Mm. Mime, not in real. Like in real Pokemon, they make... Pikachu says. We <laughs> 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 got that one. I want to have though. Do they not say their names in the game? No, no, not in the game. In the anime, they do. Only in the anime. I mean, because they the really lo- needed the anime to drill into those ten-year-old okay. minds. Yeah. I, I guess yeah. lore. Like I don't know if they just didn't do it in the game for whatever reason, but the lore of the Pokemon games is they do not say their names. Well, no, in this one, you see a, a so. Pikachu, and they're like, "Hey, this is my Pikachu," and the Pikachu's like, yeah. <laughs> I, "But I don't know." <laughs> Not say Pika Pika. I guess my question is: Was that more of an artistic choice for the game 
or like in canon in the games, do they actually do say their names? I think it was, this is the first Pokemon encounter of all time. Maybe they just haven't learned English yet. Well, <laughs> true. Because <laughs> I'm killing it right now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure in the games, in the original game, maybe all the games, but you know, there's text when people are talking, and you'll talk to Pikachu, and it'll say Pika Pika, like it'll yeah. spell it out, yeah. even though the sound will be. Yeah. Yeah. Is that true? Is it in, I th- in I think, Pokemon I think Yellow? I think that that's true. In and I think one, in Let's Go, I think it does the same thing. Actually, in, in this one, uh, it did say something. Oh, the so my counterpart rival is a girl, right? So her Pokemon is a Pikachu. And when you first start like hanging out with them, she's like, "I can't control my Pikachu." And then it turns to her and turns to the Pikachu. It makes that weird noise, mm. and on the bottom it just says "ba." I don't mm. know. So I'm not sure. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're not. Maybe that's how they write it. I don't it. know. But I, if I am right, I'm, it could it could call itself what sounds like Mr. Mime. And everyone's like, <laughs> oh, it's Mr. Mime. Oh, that's creepy. And then yeah. they created mimes in that world but mimes off also of don't, him. I mimes appreciate also how much don't you put into that, but yes. Mimes also don't talk. Does Mr. Mime talk? I don't know. No. He did in the, he did in the show. I he do did remember. not in Detective Pikachu. I, oh, good point. Yeah, that's right. But yeah. I do remember in the show, he was like, he was Mr. Cre- Mime. He was super creepy. Like, that was a thing. Yeah. Anyway, we you're right. Wait, no. Yes. He did? In the Mr. Mime? Yes, with Ash, I remember. I, I could look it up. Maybe you're right. I'm so, pretty yeah. sure. So I'm right. There's a voice there in the very <laughs> deep, dark side. Mr. Mime. Yeah, that's yeah. what it sounds right. like. Oh, yes. yeah. Alex right. just does it better than me. I do. I get it. Whatever. I Yeah, I didn't. Uh, so then they create the actual mime job off of... Mime job. Anyway, all right. Um, Pokemon so far, I would say, if I was to give the overall synopsis, is that it uh, the no PvP has made it a lot more relaxing. Screw, but yeah. what do you, this you is looking? what Mr. Mime. This is Mr. Mime's voice. Yeah, that sounds like Mr. Mime to me on a yeah. fat Game yeah. Boy, right? Yeah, on a fat Game Boy. And the reason why they put that into the game is because they only had like two megabytes, two, two to bits deal of with. data, yeah. to make a noise. Had, like yeah. three notes that they had right. to make noises out of. So yeah. there are some people like. So this came up. John got the game and started playing it, right? Because mm-hmm. we're all about Pokemon. Um, and there is like some section of the community that is like very devoted to Pokemon games, but more so like Pokemon, like the, the card PPS. game. Oh. And he was like, so that's kind of John, right? Like he cares more about the cards. He p- picked up this game and he's like, guys, like there's no PvP. Like what's the point? And I'm like, that's not that kind of game. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's a video game. And he's just like, I just want Pokemon. And I was like, no, it's. It's a real game. I don't yeah. know how to explain this to you. Yeah. <laughs> but does it? Do you feel like taking out like there? You could trade, but by taking out the PvP aspect of the game, does it feel like less? I was talking to. Know, Jimmy, I mean, I much would prefer this style of game, something different than just getting another yeah. mainline Pokemon yeah, game. I, but I think that there are people that that is not what they yeah. want. I was I was talking to Jeff about this last night, and I'm I I realized that like how much gravity there is to there not being PvP. Because it's like, it's it's a staple of the franchise. It's you like, know why, I mean? why train? You yeah. know what I mean? You but train the, to just get through the game now. But Justin Skirbo, the player, is like, every Pokemon game I've ever played, I basically just collect them all and then stop playing entirely. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm not going to compete with anybody until I have, like, max level Pokemon. Right. And, like, by the time I have max level Pokemon, I'm over it. So yeah, right. I, I totally sympathize with that perspective, and it's a staple of the franchise. So I totally get that, and it's a it's totally weird omission. Yeah, but I'm sort of the same way. Like maybe we'll get together a few times and battle. Like mm-hmm. right, like like we did in the last game. But that was I, fun. That was it, really and fun. it was fun. Oh, I get stressed. It was mm-hmm. stressful. It's yeah. stressful. But I yeah. like the game. And if 
And if the sacrifice here to get this type of Pokemon game is they they took that out for whatever reason, I would take that trade. So I'm 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 okay with that. Yeah, it's kind of sad that it's not there because there is that fun yeah. element to it. Guaranteed, they tried to they must have tried to make it, and they're just like guys. We our netcode is not powerful enough to have two people running around the battle at the same time. <laughs> I, I feel like it has something to do with yeah. the way that you collect Pokemon in that game. And how it levels up, and how you can get really high level Pokemon right off like rip. I yeah. feel like that's yeah. probably why. Yeah, you're probably right. Because then everybody's per- party would be all the alpha Pokemon. You know what I mean? I have to imagine that even Pokemon way stronger than you. Like suppose you just started the game and you have you come across like a level seventy Pokemon. Hmm. Like I have to imagine that throwing a Pokeball at it, there's still some like random number generator pulling something probably like i mean po- i got a like little... a 0.7 chance so like yeah. if you're just throwing pokeballs at stuff constantly it's like probably you know you could be level zero and catch a level 90 right you know eventually but they could i mean there's ways around that too right like you could battle with a max level of 20 or you could say no alphas yeah. or mm-hmm. you know they could have implemented something yeah you know? and i would also say the one like ceiling that i've run into going after that alkazam that one time was Either my Pokemon would all die too fast, or I'd run out of revives too fast, or I'd run out of Pokeballs, right? So, like, there is ceilings that they could have placed. But overall, my overall, like, thinking around them taking out PvP has made the game a lot more enjoyable, I think, because I'm not, like, yeah. thinking right. about, Stressed about gotta it. have the best Pokemon yeah, you're so right. yeah. I can fight whoever, and if I'm not kinda, yeah. if I'm not training my best team, then what am I doing? That's a good yeah. point. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just min-maxing, like collecting them all like yeah. that that's my and, goal yeah. right and now, now how fast to, can i complete this pokedex and we last time we played and this was largely because pokemon is kind of it was kind of lame or a known commodity to us but mm-hmm. we set up rules like no legendaries yeah. no this no that yeah. like no looking stuff up but this game especially without pvp feels a little bit more fair game like yeah. let's just play the game yeah yeah see how we feel about it and then talk about yeah. it yeah i just yeah. don't think it's that kind of game it's yeah. like a first person not first person it's a single player action adventure game yeah, yeah. exactly it's totally more like that and that, i'm 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 weirdly enjoying it Potentially more. Yeah. yeah. First yeah. person would be awesome. <laughs> if you, hold down, you, you, if you hold down the left trigger yeah. long enough, you can run around in first person. I mean, it's not that great. No, but that's it's the same way you could do first person in like, uh, racing games. It's like just a screen that's moving around. Yeah. Mm. That that's never feels right to yeah. me. I don't want to be a screen. Show me my hands. Mm-hmm. I do yeah. like the racing games where you can see your hands and everything inside the I, cabin. I, I always I hate hated that. that. Third oh, person only. man. Oh, I just... Mm. Sorry. You just reminded me of something. Well, what is it? Yeah, <laughs> I was waiting for the TM. Uh, literally right before this podcast at 5 p.m., there was a, uh, a state of play from Sony about Gran Turismo 7, and I really wanted to watch that. Ooh. Yeah. Watch that afterwards. Yeah. Bullet. Bullet. I'm not it looks, I mean, <laughs> all the pass. things that have been coming yeah. out have been looking. Solid pass. Yeah. I already pre ordered it. Like, I'm actually like kind of geeked for it right <laughs> really? now. Really? Yeah. All right. Um, I, I, what do you currently have pre ordered? Oh, Jesus. A lot of things. <laughs> Uh, Why do you pre-order okay. stuff? On, oh, because you get the well from copies. Best Buy, and I, I pre-order stuff through Best Buy just because, like, you one, they the, give you the reward certificates, yeah. which is awesome, and two, I need to hit like a certain like dollars spent threshold each year to maintain my like premium membership or whatever, um, which is great. But uh, is it though? Current pre-orders: Sifu, Horizon, God of War. Wait, that's later. No, there's no date on that yet. The new Kirby game. Um, Elden Ring. That was Elden Ring. I don't know why. Uh, yeah. Gran Turismo Seven. What is that? Six. That's five. Um, Splatoon Three. I don't know. Breath of the Wild Two. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. A whole bunch. It's just a handful. Mm. Usually, when something gets announced, like if I know that it's like you know I'm going to do it, then then I do it. 
Has that been flashing the whole time? Or? Yes. Okay, good. It means it's recording. Oh, was there a battery thing? No. Mm. Oh. Okay. Again, you li- camera. Listeners, we're, we're looking at a camera right now. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, okay. That's a lot about Pokemon. Yeah, yeah we kind of went deep on that. I'm glad that we did because this is a big game. It's the first big game of 2022. Mm-hmm. And frankly, happy with it I have so not, far. I have not felt this feeling towards a Pokemon game. Yes. Yeah. At least right now, who knows what's going to happen when I finish the game. But just this feeling, even at the beginning of the game, I haven't had that in a long but time. But I almost so. feel like even if it gets daunting at some point or whatever, like... If I've had a good experience with it for enough time, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to count well, that in the wind cap. That's what I'm yeah. saying, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter what happens later. Yeah, like, exactly. No other Pokemon game has even given me this yeah. much. Yeah. So, I think so, I'm feeling good. I'm filing this under, like, like I will finish it, I like, eventually. <laughs> but, like, come next Tuesday when Sifu comes out, this is getting dropped very, very hard and very I, fast. I anticipate Sifu will be a shorter like, game. So I think exactly. it'll be sort of a, a detour for a while. Yep. And then we'll come back to Pokemon. Until Horizon comes out the week after, and then Sifu Elden Wing I'm, I'm comes out the week after. Elden Wing. I, Elden I might skip Sifu and just do Horizon. That's understandable. I mean, I haven't beaten the first Horizon, and I feel like there's no way I should play the second one without the first one. So there's well, there's a lot uh, of context I'd say in the story, and yeah. it's funny because I didn't I play do the whole Mass Effect thing where I play the second one and just watch a video. I don't want to do that. Yeah, I, it is game. weird actually. I know. I know. I played Horizon super late, <laughs> and as I was playing through it, I was probably like halfway through the story proper, yes. and I didn't realize, but like as you're playing through that game, they reference uh, Forbidden West many times in the story. Like they talk. Oh, that's about out it. in the Forbidden West. Yeah. yeah, like they talk about it like as a place in the world a lot, and yeah. I was just like, man, when people were playing this game, they were probably just like, oh yeah, that place. <laughs> yeah, I totally wrote that off. Yeah, and now it's like, wow, that matters. They, maybe they added that in later. Maybe mm, I doubt it. Apparently, <laughs> apparently they it added, sounds familiar. <laughs> well, apparently they added a bunch of, uh, and this is a weird thing: Death Stranding collectibles in Horizon. So, like, if you're walking Ugh. around the world of Horizon, you can find like items from Death Stranding. It's upsetting there. to me, actually. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's such an immersion break, though. Why? Why? Because, because the because Sony? the engine that Death Stranding used, they borrowed from Horizon. Death Stranding's engine is Horizon Zero Dawn's engine. So when but they then went, why would why, wouldn't Horizon Zero Dawn stuff be in Death? There Stranding? is. It's kind of both. Oh. That's like... Oh. They're friends. They're friends. That's like, writing, hands. that's like writing a Chocobo in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I'm like, what am I even... Did that happen? Well, actually, yes. in Final... Yeah, and in Final Whoa. Fantasy 13 2, you could dress your characters up as Ezio, which was terrible. <sighs> I thought you were to tell me you could ride Sidebar, Ezio, you could also dress your characters up as Ezio in Mass Effect 3. Weird. <laughs> you could yeah, ride I'm not, Ezio, I'm not a too. huge fan of uh, crossovers. Yeah, I don't like them at all. I used to breaking. think they were cool, but only when it's contextualized within the universe, because otherwise it's dumb and it's just like a forced thing. Chocobo GP, yeah. I have that pre-ordered as well. Very excited about Chocobo GP. Oh, okay. dude, I totally forgot about that. Oh my god! Yep. Yep. All right, should we get to yeah, some news I, or something? Yeah, yeah. So there's essentially okay. Sorry. <laughs> so there's essentially one primary story that's worth discussing this week, uh, and it's in the world of acquisitions. Obviously, the world exploded. Last week, when uh, yeah, wow. Microsoft bought well, been, uh, Activision Blizzard, it's been a series of many explosions through January. I yeah, Take Two bought Zynga, and then Microsoft bought Activision Blizzard, and now and Sony has played their trump card, <laughs> and they have purchased Bungie. Let's fucking go. Which is yeah, a very like man, what an interesting thing yeah. for right? them to have done. What a 
not a just not a huge company, but a very important tactical decision. Yeah. You know? you know what's even crazier too? That I mean, as a side thing, you told me to watch the Xbox thing. Yeah. Xbox Did you start watching series, it? Watch the first four or five episodes mm. all yeah. like today. And oh good. They, yeah. It is phenomenal. You started one. and then you didn't oh, while you were testing. <laughs> I get, while I was testing. That was exactly what I And <laughs> while I was doing this, it was talking about like Bungie coming in and talking about how important Halo was to Xbox's success. Yes. Yep. And now this happens. And I know. Like, oh my god. And they were, I mean, Microsoft you had the opportunity. They had the opportunity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're just, they? they were free agent just floating out there. Yeah. And then it's just the timing and the ti- and who Bungie is. Yep. Uh, you know, right out uh, like I mean, right after the Activision acquisition with uh, Microsoft, it's like, just such an interesting purchase. Well, well, Do you think cool it was like, in the works? I mean, I'm sure it had to be. Here, here's the thing. So first of like all, like before the Activision, I I think. Like, do you think? I mean, you don't make a decision like that that quickly, right? Right. Yeah. But do you um, think after? that they? So one thing that it's I thought take was at least surprising. A week to put that art together. PlayStation. <laughs> X, what I thought was surprising about the Xbox um, documentary was in they talk in that they talk about the price like for Xbox and the price for PlayStation. Yeah. And I just always kind of assumed that like people kind of know what the other guys are doing and they were all very like oh my god and then at the conference that's when we found out what playstation's pricing was I'm like yeah. you know, i don't like like they they no, that, don't that's a that's a, like a long-term thing like uh, have you ever heard the story about the playstation one and sega saturn no, no. This, this is one of the most fascinating like i i would implore you to google e3 playstation one sega saturn because it, it's one of the most hilarious things i've ever seen in my life so at that conference sega was launching the sega saturn this was the successor to the genesis huge deal they were like this is the most technologically advanced shit in the world everyone was anticipating it they're like sega is about to blow everybody's face off they show this unbelievable like demo reel and at the end they're like uh i i believe it was 4.99 four hundred and ninety nine dollars now mind you this in was like 1990. this was 1996 yeah so they're like that is a fucking ridiculous amount of money so sony was announcing the playstation one at the same conference they had like the thing that i'll send you the thing that i watched they had an entire presentation planned they dropped the entire presentation walked up to the podium and said 2.99 and walk away and standing ovation everybody <laughs> it was like the biggest dunk of all time so i was like this they, is great and they did something hilarious. similar i think with the ps4 yeah and xbox one yeah like, yeah xbox yes. came out with the connect and it was what was it 5.99 or 4.99 or something yeah. and yeah they talk about that and that. everyone's like oh okay so i'm on episode three or something but yeah, yeah. They, so, they go through the whole thing and they talk about like when the PlayStation 3 came out and the 360, they were like, we're fucking gold. Like, yeah. PlayStation is charging what for, yeah. the, for the PlayStation 3? Yeah. That's ridiculous. And then you get to... Well, that's because the they learned the harshest lesson. Uh, they yeah, learned and then the you get to the next generation lesson. and they're like, yeah, so we kind of made some mistakes. We included so, the Kinect and, uh, yeah. and then the, the exact opposite problem Play, happens. Well, PlayStation changed again, changed their price that day. Yeah. yeah. Like, I have it on good authority they were behind stage changing their price after seeing the reaction well, I don't, yeah. ever I don't hearing think, xboxes the, yeah i mean the prices of the consoles i think is kind of like it's very unimportant in today's landscape like they need to not go broke off of it but like they also like they, they you mean everyone's for losing the, money 
for the companies, not yeah. for the... Yeah. Yeah, like, like Sony is like, yeah. regardless of what we price this at, it, we're going to be in the negative. Like, there's no way we're going to make money on the consoles, mm-hmm. but they need to, like... So it's it's in their favor to go second, because then they get to be more reactionary I mean, and say, like... We saw that during I just the feel whole... like they should collab on this. <laughs> I feel like somebody somewhere should be like, all right, you know, we've been doing this dance for a isn't while. That, isn't and... that price fixing, though? It's like when gas stations go across the street to each other, and they're like, all right, we're all going to... Isn't that like collusion? Ooh, right? mm, pretty sure. Yeah. But I mean, like, didn't we just ex- also experience the same thing in the most recent console drop, right? With Xbox and PlayStation 5, when Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5, and everybody was like, all right, we heard about this for two years now. And we don't know anything about the pricing. And then Xbox just suddenly happens to leak out their like lower end version of like what that pricing is going to be. And they waited for PlayStation to oh, come out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like they, they were staring down the barrel of each other's <laughs> and then guns PlayStation the entire was time. like, our digital will be $100 less. Yeah. Except we're only making Five of them. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> um, so to bring it back, I'm surprised that like surprise. I'm sure that they did not know that these deals were going down. Yeah. And so the timing of it is crazy. Thinking that like they did not know that these big acquisitions were coming. Yeah. So uh, what I was going to say was piggybacking off of what Alex was saying before, right, like coming after an Activision deal. It's like you don't think that it could get bigger than that. You're like they. This is the biggest company. This is the alpha. But what's interesting about Bungie is that, like, like historically speaking, it's it's a very, it's a very, like, hot, like, four D chess kind of move because it's one. It's like a. There's no way it can't be taken as a slap in the face to Xbox, you know. But then also, it's it's like business wise i can't i don't know why my vocabulary is all screwed up today um we're tired (laughs) it is late um but tactically speaking it's a very smart purchase for them because the main area that sony is lacking yes is connected online multiplayer experiences and they've been blowing it for like what five ten years Uh. basically ever since they lost socom they have never had a good foothold in exclusive multiplayer games at at all they try with with kill zone and it doesn't ever work they tried with stupid destruction all-stars and that was a wet fart like and now (laughs) it's like so what do they do they get literally the best they made it they made online multiplayer work could we also put first person shooters into that category yeah like i don't yeah like what are the big Exclusive well, it, first-person shooters on it, PlayStation. It used to be Guerrilla with Killzone. Right. Like, yeah. that, that was right. their thing. Yeah. But now they're like, oh, wait, we made one game in a different so genre, it. and we're they way more successful. They also talk now. about that in the documentary, about how, like, Xbox is the home of the first-person yeah. Yeah. Yeah, multiplayer. So we, didn't even, yeah. so we didn't even say the price. The price was $3.6 billion, right? Yeah. For Bungie. Yeah. Um, which is, I'm, like, uh, 10% of, like, all of Sony, isn't it, or something like that? Yeah, uh, I mean, so it's it's significant for and sure. And for reference, uh, so it's 3.6 and Bethesda was like 7.2, like almost double that. Yeah. But Bethesda comes with a lot of properties, yeah, like right. a lot of IP, mm-hmm. and Bungie comes with Destiny to get, and yeah. whatever they're working on next. To, I mean, yeah. not for nothing, I think Destiny has been and continues to be probably the most popular and successful like live service game yeah. ever. Which blows like, my mind because I feel like I never maybe, hear anything. Maybe not Fortnite, but... I, I never really hear anything about Destiny, but to hear like after this situation, like I start seeing how yeah. many people are actually still in the Destiny world. Yeah. Yeah. I'm blown away. I mean, that when it came out, it was huge. It was like huge. Like I, I didn't even... I don't think I was even really like paying attention to what was happening in video games at that point in my life. I think yeah. it was like when I was in college. And I was like 
call an old friends be like, guys, what is this destiny thing I keep the, hearing about? I felt like is, an old parent. I feel like I have like friends at, at every level of interest when it comes to video games. Yeah. There's like us on like this high end, like paying attention to the news kind of shit. And then the most casual whatever dude that like still has an original Xbox one and plays something once in a while. And every, I don't know a single person. I'm really trying to think right now. I don't think there's a single person in my entire catalog that hasn't played Destiny. Yeah. And like some of them even st- like like my buddy Rich, he still, still plays, plays consistently, buys every expansion pack <sighs> like and and tells me like he messaged me that the last pack that they had was called Moon something, I don't know. Like this is a guy whose opinion I really respect in games. He was like my game of the year was this DLC. He's like this DLC is the best DLC I've ever played in my entire oh my life. God. And I was like, "Really?" He said it's exactly like Dead Space. There's like you go to like an oh, abandoned cool. like space station and you're like going through with your party and it's like really scary and stuff. And I was Ooh, like, that's cool. Frankly, that sounds awesome. Like sounds I would amazing. want to do that. But I actually reinstalled Destiny 2 maybe like three or four months ago. Dude, that's a scary thing to, to walk back into. You never want to get into an MMO <laughs> after you've dropped off the MMO. That's just that's a mistake. Yeah. You, you know how they how they fix the onboarding problem? How? They throw all of your old shit away. If yeah. you go back into Destiny, every item you've ever had, you don't have anymore. You're zero again. Your light level is still the same, but you have no weapons at all. Fancy. I don't know. So it, it's like, so as good as Destiny is and as big of a game it is, it's like one game. Essentially, yeah. they spent $3.6 billion on one game, mm-hmm. one IP. So it, that's kind of got me thinking, like, is $3.6 billion, which is half of Bethesda, yeah, is three point six billion? Is it an overpay or like an underpay because well, of the potential of and who Bungie is and what they could be making? Yeah, but it's just one. It's one franchise and potential. Well, I, I for th- three point six billion, I think I, it's potential. I, I think it, yeah, it's I think it's more the the expertise that they bought rather than the IP. Like when we think yeah. about like. Uh, Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard. It's like the the IP that they really care about is like you know, obviously Call of Duty and, and the Blizzard stuff. But really, what they bought is a company that's made a successful franchise that has the ability to turn a game out every single year. Yeah. Like that's what they're buying. With with Bungie, it's like Sony. They have to get a foothold in multiplayer. They have to. Yeah. You know what I mean? So to get people that know better than anybody else, it's like they they could essentially get, hand them any first party uh like franchise and say like please just make us like a sustainable online version of this and they'll probably do a killer it kind of reminds me of when um disney bought pixar Mm. like that was a similar thing disney was having like you know they were making fucking shit movies they made like home on the range like just absolutely terrible they had just lost all animation cred that they had and were not doing well Mm -hmm. and i think it was bob Iger. When he came on the scene, he's like, all right, you guys have fucked this up. Because uh, the last CEO was like uh, uh, a son-in-law, I think, of, of uh, Walt yeah. Disney, right? I know his name. Yeah, I've Michael been watching a lot. something. I've been watching a lot of weird Disney documentaries. Yeah, so he totally fucking blew it. <laughs> <laughs> and so he comes in and he's like... Michael Eisner? Yes, yeah. Michael Eisner. So he's like, you guys need Sorry. to fix this. Like, we need some expertise. I'm just going to buy it. Like, I'm just going to, we're going to go yep. buy Pixar. And Pixar came in and just was like, okay, you guys are doing this all wrong. And they completely like, re- John Lasseter completely like reworked and fixed Disney Animation Studios. So now that they have two successful studios producing 
uh animated movies yeah. so like now you have movies like frozen come out like frozen's not a pixar movie it's yeah. a disney movie they would never have made a movie like frozen 10 years ago there it is you know? so like so i feel like that's what sony is doing that that's this movie so it's can, like we cannot make first person shooters we don't have the formula you guys have the formula we need you to come in mm-hmm. and like teach our studio how to do it so that in the future if other developers do it or if we give games to other people or if like even inside like sony you know development studios it needs to make something we need to know what's important what we need to be paying attention to and how to turn out this kind of game totally like and i totally get all that i guess my (laughs) my question too is like and i agree with everything you guys are saying but my question is is it worth 3.6 billion based on what we know about bethesda and of course what we know about activision like 3.6 billion is a lot and is that, everything is that more than Bethesda? It's it's half as much. It's half as much as Bethesda. But but, mm. but Bethesda comes with you know Skyrim and yeah Fallout yeah. Fallout and, <laughs> and a bunch of other buggy games and like a ton <laughs> yeah. of other and freaking yeah. uh, Doom. Mm. Yeah. So like there's a lot there and they're an established studio too. Yeah. yeah. Um and I agree with everything you're saying about Bungie. I think they're a huge get. I'm I guess I'm just curious if you think it's an over if it's an overpay. I think, I think I think you're right, man. I do think it's a little bit of an overpay. I think Bungie's done great things with the Halo franchise. I think Destiny is a cool game too, but I do think that they don't really have that much to be spending three bills on fucking right. Destiny. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I mean, now are they gonna force are they gonna force or I don't I hope they don't force them to do anything, but are they gonna force Bungie to make other games, multiple games? Like Maybe. are they gonna try to make them dead destiny three along with other you know first person shooters it might be an overpay but i feel like it's maybe not as much of an overpay as we think like maybe the destiny franchise turns out more money than we're thinking and maybe the bethesda games i mean turn out a little less than we're thinking like they don't like what bethesda games are really like games of service uh like fallout 76 right yeah that terrible piece of crap (laughs) yeah skyrim online what about okay, Farmville over at Zynga? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's turning out. Money. I mean, that's probably so that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe it seems like they have more properties, but maybe the money that they're making from all those properties is not really as profitable as having one really solid game service game. And I do wonder, like, why didn't why hasn't Bungie been taken on by Microsoft at this point? Like, what I feel like the I, don't know, I always the felt DNA, there was kind of some bad blood. Yeah, there. I thought so too. Mm. I mean, they they didn't want to work with Microsoft so much that they left their they left Halo behind. They, yeah, they left their i their IP behind to leave. Right? I figured that was just like uh, we want to do new things. No, yeah, like, but uh, why would why couldn't they do that with Microsoft? You know? Yeah, well, mm-hmm. that's a good point. Like, why? Yeah, exactly. Why didn't Microsoft buy them? I also feel yeah. like maybe they already have three four three, so like maybe that would be like a weird stepchild if they came back into the picture. And then what are they <laughs> gonna do with those? Bits? It's like the it's like oh the, hey the what? orphan like the, the weird child. Yeah, but that if you they adopted. had bought Bungie. You know, in the beginning, then there wouldn't be a. a I'm surprised that didn't happen like right off the rip during like the Xbox 360 era. You know what I mean? But anyway, long story short, though, Alex, that's a great question. I do think it's, I do feel like it might be a little bit of an overpay unless during the negotiations, Bungie really came to Sony with some serious like, guys, this is the next big shit. I I think that maybe the the numbers make a little more sense probably than 
I, then I mean, they have think. to. I feel like Sony's a pretty conservative. Yeah, well, I don't. I don't think they'd team, be blowing you know? money. If well, they, I, they're not they Phil don't. Spencer with Big Daddy, Bill Gates, and they're bucks. doing pretty well. It's not like you know when it was like, okay, Xbox wasn't selling well. We need to change our strategy. It's like PlayStation is on top, and they're like, okay, what do we need to do to stay on top? But here's a weird we thing need to too, pivot a little bit, right? So I mean, Destiny, I guess, is on PlayStation Five too, right? But or PlayStation Four and Five, but mm-hmm. like. Most of the games, most of the studios that Sony ends up buying, they end up working with in like pretty, I want to say an exclusive manner, but they work with them pretty heavily before they end up purchasing them. Like, uh, yeah, I feel like, I mean, I think that's that's true with Destiny. So is it? Yeah. Would would y'all like some additional information and insight on this? Yeah. From CNET.com. CNET. So uh, the first thing. To answer Liz's question, this deal had been in the works. According to uh, PlayStation CEO Jim Ryan, this deal has been in the works for nearly half a year. Yeah. So they were thinking about it for a while. Uh, Financial experts at CNET do see the price tag as a bit steep because for, uh, what you call it, uh, $3.6 there's 900 employees at Bungie. So that's essentially paying $4 million per developer, which is like kind of a lot. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It says Destiny 2 has interesting uh, way to quantify it is now mm-hmm. making an estimated 200 million in revenue a which, year uh i believe so it just says <laughs> yeah, in revenue so, so i'd, I'd I'm assume sure that's, that's yearly yeah good um, job an hour but then what they're also getting is um the player base for destiny which is currently at 167 million players wow 167 million Concurrent? players like, i'm sure that's yeah. overall am i counting? i'm sure it's overall yeah. and it, the only I other think, stat i think that, that includes us yeah right yeah. I, was like, <laughs> I don't count myself as that well the yeah. only other stat that they can but add to i mean that is, if we had to if a new destiny came out we probably all I'd play it. yeah it says players yeah. have accumulated um more than 8.6 billion hours of gameplay on bungie titles in 2020 Whoa. I'm sure that was like eight players who oh, take and up the, 80% of that. Yeah, right. Even yeah. possible. <laughs> yeah. So I would uh, imagine. And they, and damn they have, rich, and they have chill a non Destiny related game planned to release in 2025. Sure. Um, so my gut is telling me, though, I will say that I would bet this deal was in the works, but they didn't have an agreement. And Bungie's ask was too high. And then this went down, and Sony went back to them and was like, you know what? Let's do it. Let's do it for 3.6. Yeah. Do you think they yeah, started I mean, at yeah. 5 bill? That feels more right than that feels like, pretty... oh, we just happened to have this lined up yeah. for this ex- for this amount. That feels like a bit of an overpay right a week after Activision. Yeah. yeah. So but you know just... what it is? They it's, Sony has to satisfy their shareholders. Right, exactly. if they If they see a massive move from Microsoft like that, everyone's going to be like, why am I going to hold on to my Sony stock? I'm just going to sell all this shit and, and buy Microsoft yeah. stock because they're going to f- kill it now. And I don't blame them. I just don't, I don't buy it. It's not related at all. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there is a bit of like, you know, yeah, panic like, incentivized, yeah. <laughs> you know, deal making happening I, here. So I think it's a great pickup overall. Like that's it might it, it's to me, it's either an overpay or an underpay. Like th- yeah. I think yeah. it, they have so much potential there. To create something awesome I, next, yeah, you know what it that's is? why it's, it's okay. That's a little bit of an uh, overpay because yeah, it will it will pay off in the especially end. in this climate. Where it things feels like such up. a strong team though, because like so much of Sony is like all of the the uh, developing or all the studios that they have now are so like they're they're masters of their craft. You know, yeah. they're, they're niche. They're like, our tours. They make yeah, they make yeah. what they make really well. You know what I mean? They're, there's no half asses here. There's no uh, you know gearbox you know what i mean like you put gearbox next to id you're like who's making the better first person shooter here? it's not even a question you right. know what i mean um sorry 
Gearbox. <laughs> but like, you know, you, think, them you think about like who's making the best online multiplayer shooter right now. It's like, I mean, yeah. I think it would be hard pressed for anybody to think that it would be anything other than Destiny. You Call know what Duty. I mean? You know, it's Call of Duty, you know. It's interesting to think during the entire generation, uh, the but most recent. more mass market. Bungie seems more like really good, you know. People people, people buy Call yeah. of Duty because it's called Call of Duty, not because it's like a specifically really well refined game. Yeah. You know, anyway, right. it's sorry. like a Madden, I guess, right? Yeah. Um, but it's anyway. our quality, though. What I mean, I heard and I bought and I've not played. I don't know. I keep I buy these games because I'm like, wow, look at these trailers. And then I play it for like two seconds, and I'm like, Ugh. Call of Duty or Destiny? Call of Duty. Oh. Um, but Destiny. It looks good. Sorry, what, Destiny. What were we saying before? You were like, what I was trying to get at before yeah. is it's interesting to say like before you were saying like I can't imagine this wasn't a pull the trigger like kind of like a oh shit moment for Sony, mm-hmm. which also means that Sony, if if that were to be true. I mean, Sony is probably looking down some serious barrels right now, and they're, like, kind of freaked out. Like, I feel like if I was in Sony's shoes, especially the way that the past year has gone, right? Uh, in the beginning, they had a really strong start, but then after a while, people started realizing that there's a lot of, I mean, this is, I guess, my personal experiences. Uh, you started seeing a lot of value coming out from the Xbox Series X. Halo comes out, it's a resounding, like, success. There's a lot of really cool things coming out for the Xbox. Now we know that uh, Microsoft has all these studios backing them. I mean, Sony's got to be a little bit scared because they haven't been coming out with anything, like, truly ridiculous. I mean, we've got Horizon on the run, and uh, we got Elden Ring coming up, right? But if I was what you're Elden saying... Elden multi-platform. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. But what I'm saying is, like, if this is true, then I feel like maybe their overpurchase of Bungie is really just <clears throat> them being... Like they're being scared and they're they're taking up options where they're very limited in options. Like I think today too, I was reading somewhere that Sony was saying like, yeah, this is just one of the very many that we're going to be taking on, but they have to show face for the stakeholders, right? Mm-hmm. Of course they do. But do they have those answers? Like I feel like they're maybe they're running out of out of leeway. Like they're running out of road. I feel road like way. they had uh, an advantage and that gap is closing. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. They felt like they had time. But they don't have any time because yeah. Xbox has a lot of money. And they're like, oh, we'll <laughs> figure this out eventually. Right. Well, that, that's eventually what, is now. <laughs> eventually is right now. <laughs> I, I think that's also why, like, it's, I don't know. I, I see it as, like, pretty impressive and, like, astute to make a buy like this. Because in the face of, like, somebody that can buy the biggest gun in this war, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? What do you do? You, you get a, a smarter gun. You know what I mean? But like, what Xbox is doing right now, too, and I feel like what they could potentially pivot into is, they're going to start selling guns to Sony. You yeah. know what I mean? They yeah. have all of the studios. They're going to have the software. And if I learned anything from this docu-series, software sells consoles. Yeah. it's uh, I, I am also interested to see in this announcement, too, every, every place that's covering it is saying that this is the first of, I don't think many, but like the first of more than one uh, purchases that Sony is going to make like in the short term. Mm. So I'm wondering who else might be on the docket for them. And I'm trying to think who, who kind of sits in that, in that zone. Sony buys Nintendo. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, like the two the, British the, Japanese companies, the, the ones that I go to as far as like people that specialize in a particular thing that are really, really good at that thing are from software, mm. which yeah. would be, that would turn the Sony world upside down. Already owned from software? No. Damn. No, they surprising. Yeah, they, they publish with everybody. I mean Sekiro was published by oh, right, uh, Activision. Right. Sony published Bloodborne. I was thinking about the they other. self-publish all of or Bandai Namco publishes the other ones. So like that's a developer that they could get. Um 
I think Plat- the- Platinum Games could be an interesting one, although I'm not very confident in the next game they're making. That- but- but I'm just, I'm, Falls, that looks but, very bad. That just feels like an, an Xbox studio to me. Platinum I feel like, games? Yeah, I don't really? know why. It doesn't feel like something that would be on... I feel like it's, I feel like it's very anime Yeah, like I, feel I feel like it's feel, very yeah. Sony. Right. I mean, the, mm, the, the main Japanese. games that they've made recently that have been of any note were on Nintendo platforms, yeah. which are like the Bayonetta games, yeah. um, Wonderful 101. That's why I don't think they can be bought by Sony. They're Nintendo, Nintendo not, too much. Sorry, Nintendo doesn't own any studios. They're just Nintendo. Yeah, they're just Nintendo. They're just on an island by themselves, and they're like, nope, go away. They're like, yes, Sega, you can publish your thing over here. Yeah, right. Yeah, on Namco, you can publish your thing over wow. here. Wow, they are truly. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Like, it's I, not their business strategy, yeah, I guess. Not, like, I don't think it, I don't think anybody's buying Sega. I don't think anybody's buying Bandai Namco. I don't think anybody's buying like Capcom. Capcom. Mm. It would be very. All of them. It would publish on so many. If somebody bought Capcom, yeah, that's probably the last company that like really means something to me. That like Capcom. I feel like if they were eaten by somebody, it would really like, I don't know. I don't even know the how I would tainted. take it. I don't. Well, it wouldn't even be like pure. tainted. I just don't know how I would like feel about it. You know what I mean? It's like that's Mega Man. Their... That's that's Resident Evil. That's Mega Man. You know yeah. what I mean? That's Street Fighter. That's Monster Hunter. Like I feel like they're doing just fine on their own. But it's a weird thing to have. Like you're. It would be weird to have them under another umbrella, like this unique experience that you've loved your whole life, and yeah. know that they're sort of not their own thing anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um. I don't know. I mean, Capcom's huge, of course, but it's still like yeah. I think I, I think the the play that most people are expecting to happen, which would probably be a good thing to happen. So Bungie, we said, was probably a buy for expertise. Destiny is what Destiny is, and they even said like Destiny's staying on all the consoles, right? So it's like they'll just you know they'll sign their checks to Sony now, which is fine, but like you know they're not buying IP; they're buying expertise there. If they were to buy IP from someone, it would probably be Konami. If they were to buy Konami, you're getting Castlevania. You're getting um, what's called Metal Gear Solid. Like, but Konami is like the that's like a much larger company. They don't just do video games, right? But if they just got like their their IP, like if mm-hmm. if if Konami was like, listen, we're in the gambling industry. We'll sell you the IP, but we're going to keep all the gambling rights. So you can make the good Metal Gear Solid game, but we're going to make the Metal Gear Solid oh. Pichico machine. Here's you know a, what I mean? Here's yeah. a question for you that maybe only you would know. Okay. Is this the biggest Sony purchase? I don't know. I think it is. Gotta be, yeah. Because how much did they pay for Insomniac? Because I think Insomniac was a lot. I thought so too, but we were talking about Bethesda Not being the biggest three point, yeah. Like one of the biggest, second biggest game acquisitions of all time. And you know, the, I'm looking at. It. All right, we'll just pause for a second. Yeah, but you can keep going. So we'll say Insomniac. No, now he's I know that's why I was saying I was doing it. But oh, sorry. Uh, so, so you do that one. I'll do Sucker hosting. Punch. I'll do Sucker Punch. All right. Well, Liz and I will. Hey, hey, Liz. Ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> I just typed in biggest Sony studio acquisition. And I just type in Sony acquisitions. I mean, it's got to be this, go. right? I, I mean, so when I ask that question, I feel like the answer is yes. Yeah. And I think in time, it's probably like 1.6 or something. Billion? Billion. Yeah. I mean, what is Insomniac Spider-Man. turning out? Spider Man? Yeah. What? They made the most successful game of the last generation. No, not to say that it's nothing, but like Sunset I'm just asking Overdrive. what sort of. I just feel like Should we? any studio that's making first person. No, I keep saying that. Any studio that's making single player experiences is just not making as much money as a multiplayer game. I mean, it kind of depends. Like, I mean, no. like the actual sales numbers for Spider Man is 
totally insane. Like it's it's more it's like on the same level as like a Call of Duty. I'm pretty sure that was the one. Yeah, game that and I bet Call of Duty makes more money because. Oh, for sure. Like without a yes, doubt. Yes, that's what I mean. I, any- but, but again, they're like Sony's buying companies that make really excellent experiences. Yes, but you we're know what- saying cost-wise. I'm saying like Insomniac would not be a studio that would cost as much because they're making a single-player experience. I I mean I don't know because it's, they definitely don't make as much money as games that are making multiplayer. I, I think that's fair, but there, there's so many metrics that need to be considered there. Because like when when they sell Spider Man, it's like okay they made Spider Man, they're done, their costs are out. When you're making uh, Call of Duty, it's like okay so now you're paying for servers for those, you have to patch it constantly, you do all this sort of stuff. It's a longer term investment, right? Yeah, then, then with the more fun is like, but you also have the IP. People are going to buy Playstations to play yes. Spider-Man. You know what I mean? I so mean, na- that's so their you're play. the customer. Like, how much is that? That's their whole work? sales strategy, right? Is to have, I mean, they've said it in like every conference they've ever had is like, our goal is to create really fantastic, you know, single player experience that you can only get here. So you have to buy this console. Exactly right. Exactly yeah. right. Have you guys not found this yet? No. no they, like, it seems like they were... Uh, so, uh, Insomniac was only two hundred and thirty million. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it says they did not disclose uh, the cost of Sucker Punch. Crunchyroll, which I didn't know they bought, was oh yeah, they did buy Crunchyroll at one point yeah. one seven five billion, which is surprising. So I, I didn't know a that lot of people watching. I was so I like service. they're locked yeah. in. I remember when they just started, and it was like a group of like ten people. Good so job I, for those I, people. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I didn't mean to send us down this rabbit hole, but like I, I did that to lead us into. If this is the this is the biggest acquisition that Sony's ever made, mm-hmm. I don't think they're buying a Konami. You know, like right. what are yeah, the ones that are exactly. under? What are the ones that are under three points? They could get for under three point six. I mean, that, and, that's probably like um, I don't know. I don't even know how much FromSoft is really worth, to be honest. Uh, so yeah, Sony I don't think there's old. like a running evaluation for how much. This I would bet From is worth more than. As of no, mm-hmm. as a challenge. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not sure what this number actually means. If this is at cash on hand, or what does this actually mean? But Sony is apparently only valued as of uh, April 20 uh, last year at like 22.6 billion. So they just spent run out of money. They just spent a <laughs> fucking load of their their yeah. money. What is that like? Yeah, but I mean, 10%? how much? Did, just a little less. How than much 10%? did Microsoft? I mean, like, I'm actually Microsoft's, Microsoft's like a much bigger Microsoft's company. Microsoft's like but. add a zero to that. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, I know, but Microsoft they, was, they made they crested over one trillion dollars of net worth in 2020. So do you think that they're stealing money from other div- like departments and divisions so that they can spend it on gaming? Probably not. I, I mean, feel like I'm, I'm pretty sure gaming is like far, far ahead of every other. I mean, it's a pretty profitable brand. Sony, Sony's golden goose is. Like gaming, gaming, gaming has made more money than all their other departments. But they're also yeah. So I'm saying I'm curious about the gaming department at Sony and the gaming department at Xbox because that isn't that really what you're looking at. Or good point. are they taking you know Microsoft as a whole has this much money? Our gaming section really only kind of makes this much money, but we'll pull money from. I don't know if we'd ever. They have those the entire. I also yeah, don't know if it necessarily matters. It's like I I think the the key is like. Microsoft's buying power. I mean, they could they could buy Sony. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. if Sony was selling, they could buy Sony. Like, that's how big they are. You right. know what I mean? We're talking about like the size of acquisitions and like how much money they're spending on it. What percentage is that of their actual worth? And so, how substantial is that a purchase for them? Yeah. And are they? Does that mean they can buy more stuff or not based on how much money they have right. left? Yeah. Like how how can you buy Bungie? Questions we don't have answers to. <laughs> yeah. Right. We don't. But like, yeah. like, the question is, how can you spend? If you have. If you have twenty two dollars in, in your bank account and you're like, man, 
that thing over there that's like that three dollars <laughs> was like ten percent of well, less than ten percent, but like still well, more than ten percent of my money is going to go to this one thing. Like so that was their net worth twenty two. That's what it was. I'm not sure if that means that that's how much cash they have on hand, but I kind of feel like that has something to do with it. It's funny. It's like I think about when I was younger. I've definitely spent like ten percent of my income on stupid shit. I remember like the first big TV what? I had on. I was like, here we go. <laughs> 2000 bucks on this TV. Let's go. Do you think Sony will have buyer's remorse as of like you might be having now? I don't know. It no. could... I don't think Scurbo has ever had buyer's remorse and I don't think Sony will either. Yeah. yeah no, I, I really haven't. <laughs> yeah. I really haven't. But, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what Bungie comes out with. Um, Destiny's one thing and expertise is another, but they have to deliver. Mm. Uh, or that's a hell of a lot of money to pay for a team that if, the, if their next game flops... Yeah. This is a small, relatively small team. You know, they're not pumping out games like Activision or even Bethesda. Yeah. And that's why I go back to if this was an over overpriced purchase on their part, is that because they are desperate? You know what I mean? I don't I don't think they're desperate. I don't I don't think, think they're they at a point where they're desperate. Though. I think they're they're certainly like scared, you know. Motivated. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> motivated is a better be a word. word. I think so they're wetten. certainly motivated, yeah. but like I mean, I don't think they're like broke. They wouldn't spend three point six billion if they were broke, you know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, that's, I guess, the question, right? I hope not. I'm sh- Even in this console generation, I'm sure they're, I believe... I don't think they're broke. No, don't get me no, wrong. No, no, I, I believe they're, they've sold more PS5s than Xboxes at this point. The, but, re- the real intimidation here is Game Pass. And, like, Game Pass isn't even profitable. Like, so yeah. it's like... But you're looking it, at it's, an enemy. It's the, exactly. You're looking 10 years down the line, yeah. and you're like, it's going to be impossible not to be subscribed to Game Pass. Right. They could be charging $100, yeah. you know... Let, let's call it like $50 a month for it and it would still value wise be a better deal than like, you know, you're looking at a big enemy. They can last a long time and kind of drown you after a people's while. Interest level. You know what I mean? Like we play a lot of games, right? Mm. But like, like where there has to be a, uh, like a cap point, right? Like at what point are there just, too many games on game pass where it's like you'll never in your life have enough time or interest to play all of these games and the cost of it is just doesn't make sense you know what i mean that's why i think the quality argument for playstation is still a better deal because it's like like time is the variable here right it's like do you want to spend your time on a call of duty game which is cool right or if sony's pumping out the best insert x type of game here it's like well that hour you have in the morning on saturday where where do you want to put that hour you know and it depends it's like, if i get call of duty for free for quote unquote free on game pass yeah versus i have to pay 60 bucks for but it's also like what if that call of duty drops on the same day as god of war ragnarok where's yeah. your hour going it's like i'm, I'm god playing of god of war it's not even a question you know what i mean and i think that's what sony's banking on they're like if we can make enough god of wars and sprinkle them through the year you know what i mean so what you're telling me is that they're playing a Nintendo game, like not a Nintendo game, but like they're playing a Nintendo model. They have to. I think I think they have to. They have because to. Nintendo's proven Nintendo's the oldest out of all of these companies. Like yeah. they, they've shown that they can do this longer and more efficiently than anybody else. They're lacking on the technology front, but from an IP standpoint, like it's incomparable. Yeah. It almost doesn't even matter. Like, like I said, you yeah. you look at the numbers of Pokemon. like top sales <laughs> yeah. figures for games Pokemon. across any platform versus Nintendo, and it is astronomical how many more copies of Mario Kart sell than insert any title on any other platform here. Yeah. It's it's not even close. I mean exclusives. Exclusives, yeah. yeah. It's not even close. You know what I mean? Like 
I would like. I don't know. It, yeah. I've looked yeah, at the numbers before, yeah, and I'm right. just like, how? Like, how is that it's even possible? A, it's just such an interesting conversation. Like seeing all the different strategies that they're trying to employ. Yeah. I mean, Sony yeah. is coming out with their own version of Game Pass as well. Yeah. So they're, like, they're not totally yeah. banking on one strategy. Yeah. Which, which is How's weird. That like, I, a part of me is like, is that a mistake? Like, with, there, there's no financial numbers behind Game Pass now, other than how many people are subscribed to it. But like, how much money does it cost Xbox to sustain that? And the only thing, like, I, we talked about this on a previous podcast, but it's like Phil Spencer has a financial responsibility to the shareholders that anytime he talks, he can't lie. So he's never said like, we're, Game Pass is profitable. He always says sustainable, which means... It, like they're breaking even they're not making there's no they're not in the they're not in the red but they're not very far in the black like they are coasting like yeah. they are they have nailed it it's just about but getting again, the community on, their, on their xbox i think what's that i think it's just about getting a community on your xbox so that you buy other games 100 percent. and it's like at a certain point they're they're going to be like netflix and they're going to be like okay well now we're going to charge you 15 dollars so and 50 cents for yeah. your subscription but, but that's why i think it's not it might not be a mistake for sony to do that because they want those people on their console too. It doesn't matter if it's profitable. For sure. They need those people there. For sure. For sure. It's yeah. uh it's gonna be a weird they, we'll see. they are bum rushing the whole Netflix of video games. You're totally right. Yeah. yeah. And it is a multiplier of well, this game costs us this much to make, but if we're selling it to a, you know, ten million subscribers every month at fifty dollars a month, I don't know, whatever, mm-hmm. you know. That's that makes sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I, they, I mean, kind of like when you're talking about volumes like that, it's like that is that I think eventually will be the only way that you can sustain making like some of these games. Like what did, what did they say? Kingdom Hearts three costs like ten million dollars to make, and it's like how no, many people needed to buy than... Kingdom Hearts? I'm pretty sure Kingdom Hearts three is like ten dollars right now. It's like <laughs> yeah, but how many people needed to buy that game for that to to be profitable? Definitely you know way I mean? more than ten million dollars to make that game. Yeah, has like. It has to be like in the hundreds of billions. Yeah, but yeah, still, like fifteen years. You're totally oh, yeah. right. Yeah, you're but totally right. The the premise yeah. still stands. Whereas, like, if you're like, okay, ten million dollars spread across two hundred million subscribers is Paying nothing. Fifteen dollars a month. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll get that money sp- back. Sprinkle eventually. a little Kingdom Hearts four in there. Good, good yeah, to go. Yeah. Some people say that Sony would buy uh, Square Enix, but that would be another one that I'd actually be like really upset about if. Yeah. They got purchased. Really? Square Enix and Capcom, I'm very sentimental. Too. I like Square Enix being. I would. Would I? Nintendo. Would I care? It, it would. It would upset me because it's like the the changing of the guard, right? Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, become... I play all of my Square games on Sony any or right. PlayStation anyway. So so in uh, an actual sense like that, it, it doesn't really matter. But it creates yeah. this unknown where it's like when you're independent, you have to prove yourself by making good games. But if you're owned by someone else, then it's kind of like, well, you're working off their schedule now, whatever that means. For better or worse, we don't know. You know, it That's just changes point. the it changes. Oh, the maybe Sony could whip them into shape. Not doing so great right now. <laughs> so we're square. Your characters can't sound like this anymore. <laughs> they have to be better. How many times? Do you yeah. didn't learn your lesson in Octopath Traveler? Yeah. Did you call the same people? <laughs> yeah. Yep, uh, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I did not pre-order Triangle Strategy. I'm not playing that game. I will. Will you? Looks like fun. Yeah. I thought you hit the, the one voice be. actor. I'm not gonna, yeah, I do, but I'm turning it into Japanese or something. I uh, don't know if I'm going to pre-order it, though, but I will play that game. Yeah. Oh, I knew. I want a new tactics game. Yeah. Anyway, that was was that Justin's. Well. Yeah. How yeah. long have we been going? Yeah. I think time. I think we've gone long enough. So next week is episode three hundred. So next week's episode. Look out for something super extra special. Yes. That we'll figure out by then. Sounds good. Or for episode one of season two, we'll see. Yeah, we're having the conversation. All right, but for now.
This is a great podcast. Yeah, it was. I really enjoyed talking. We can have a cake or something. Another cake. We got to do mm. something next week. Mm. It's 300. It is okay. 300. Freaking 300. It's a big deal. You're in charge to come up with the plans. Yeah. Okay, you're paying. You can the idea. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down for that. Okay, we'll talk about it. All right. Well, thank you, Justin. Thank you, Liz, and thank you, Alex. Thank you, Justin. And we'll see Thanks, you. Thanks, Liz. Nice thank to you. see you guys again. Thank I you. I haven't seen you so long. Oh, Last week we? on a video podcast. Oh, my God. Oh. You thank walked you. right into that. Thank you, <laughs> listeners. Thank you, listeners. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you on the next on one. On the next one. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.